I love I love watching Keaton look up at it. It was so it was, it was like if she's looking up her frame, it's like like she was watching the air. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I and I also get the feeling when I stare at your guys' faces when you do that, you're like, Oh, are we ever gonna see that again? Are we ever gonna see that airship again? Because you know, we're on our way. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, we're good, we're we fine, we were, we'll live. We thought we were on our way to the monastery. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then somebody messed up a portal. Excuse me. I wasn't expecting Shadowfell creatures to pop out of a nice, pretty tree. Gork. And to a certain degree, like, we're still in the we're still doing it though like we're still fighting yeah, like, that person. i think so yeah, i mean it's you know if you if you yeah we'll we'll circle back to that because the reality is uh yeah it was only through kind of like a combination of effects and spells that have kind of brought this entity to kind of like its knees or it's at least the understanding of getting it under control but where we last left off you guys were planning on visiting the Truth Seekers. You had found a route via um, Tree Stride that Mira was working on. And while discussing and making up plans and kind of focusing on gathering up equipment and dealing with certain concerns, eventually all of you gathered at the Fey Tree. And once there, uh, Mira, for all, you know, for all practical purposes, had executed the spell correctly. But somehow it had inadvertently opened up a gateway into the Shadowfell, and a shade creature had come through, a creature of manipulated illusionary magic that had taken on its own kind of ability to present an illusionary form, making all arcane and divine magic impractical or unusable. Hmm. It was only once Abraxas penetrated the outer illusion and made his way into the interior of the illusion that he saw the true nature of the form that was uh, conducting these spells and, and making its presence known. And we had a vision of a dark, kind of like uh, nearly undead looking thing, but it still had a bit of humanity left in its visage. Probably what was more interesting were the nine severed heads it had attached to its chest and body and everything else that uh, uh, came with that. The emblems of the nine hells, an individual emblem on the forehead of each one of the creatures. The battle raged back and forth. We saw Mira call upon her fire elemental form. We saw Abraxas and Keen and Frigette and Gork all struggle to try to figure out how to connect with this creature. And most importantly, um, we saw for Jacob put in a campster bowl. Yeah, that happened in almost multiple stolen. containers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as these strange creatures were using these <clears throat> magical lanterns to either banish or capture each of the individuals of the party, it was only after Abraxas managed to dispel or get rid of the illusionary state of its form and undo its anchor with the portal. By getting that portal closed, once the portal was closed, everybody that was either contained or being sequestered inside of either a lantern or by one of the creatures that tried to steal, I think more importantly, tried to steal for Jet at some point. As and Gork invoked his god. Yes. 
Yes, he called upon Grumash to help deal with this, which I believe is what helped dispel the effects of the portal, slow it down, make it vulnerable to the interference of the group. And once that portal was shut, everything became undone. The anchor of the illusions and the anchor of the creature severed. Only the strange, shadowy, undead form of the creature remained behind. But I believe... Where we last left off, it is currently incapacitated, restrained. It's in the process of under the effects of a particular spell. Does anyone remember that particular spell? Um, I think it was chromatic orb, wasn't it? What? Uh, no. Whoever whoever went right before me did. Somebody stunned it. Yeah. Or something. I thought that yeah, was Mira. Yeah, did. And I zapped him with the sunbeam that sun really beam. knocked him down. Yeah. So and then Forget? I think he's blind, too. Yeah, yeah he's blind, blind from my sunbeam. Yeah. Between Forget's stunning strike, Mira's casting of, um, was it moonbeam or? Sunbeam. 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 Which is and, still up. Yeah, and I believe it was blinded by somebody else's effect. It was sunbeam. It, is, it was currently... <laughs> Restrained, incapacitated, and being held on the ground by this combined effect. More importantly, for Jet hovering over its now prone form. What would you guys like to do? I'm immediately turn next. I think yeah, I'm immediately going to snatch up those stupid heads that were like shooting shit at us. The lamps or the heads? The heads. The heads are currently oh, attached to his body. They're attached to the man. Is there a way I can uh, detach them? I mean, he's currently magically restrained, and that has a limitation to oh. its time, as a reminder. And we're currently out of initiative, so can oh. you know, um, coinciding effects can take place here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm grab his staff. I'm gonna take that from him. Okay. And you said that the heads. How are the heads attached to him? Uh, give me a perception check as you examine the body. Anybody else want to do anything? Forget, you're currently over his form. Mirror's nearby. Braxton Keen is nearby. He's blinded, right? Yes. He's yes. currently blinded, restrained, and stunned. How messed up is he? We, how much damage do you think we did to him? Do we, a lot. Did we, we did a lot of damage to him. Uh, give me a medicine check as you try to understand what's been done to him. I want to pull out some rope and, and tie him up. <laughs> okay. Give me a sleight of hand to see your medicine. general effort as you try to accomplish got that. A 15 for perception. Okay. Yeah, Mara's still kind of floating with her boots, and she still has mm -hmm. the sunbeam in her hand, and she's looking like she's staring down this guy. Like you're still concentrated on it slightly mm -hmm. off to the side, like just in case you need to deal with him. So we'll say as a reaction, you're ready to use the remaining time of that to deal with him. For Jet, what'd you get for sleight of hand? 15. 15. It's strange handling him. At first, the first few moments that you touch his form, like it's illusionary at first, and it's almost as if like his physical self is moving so fast that he's like a blur, but you manage to like grab onto his like desiccated wrists and begin to tie <coughs> those off with rope and you you kind of do the same thing with his feet and ankles while Mira's kind of like standing over him um, Gork there are silver chains connected 
bolted into the top of the skull of each of the heads and each individual chain is attached to like the armor and like leather strapping of the gear that this creature is wearing. I'm going to just start cutting the gear off and then. Okay. So you start slashing at all the different leather and armor bits that he's, that he's wearing. Anybody else want to do anything at this point? I'm recharging sorcery points just to. Okay. Or. Just to keep it honest, I'm burning some spells. Mary, slot. you're a few moments away from concentration dropping from Sunbeam. I think it's limited to like 10 minutes or one minute. I forget. It's one minute. Yeah. Yeah. What we're, I want, I'm, this, this guy's getting fucked up. I want to, I'm going to start charging up a big spell. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fair. And Jack, uh, you managed to bind his hands and legs. He seems secure at this point. He's still under the blind effect, but you guys watch as Sunbeam crackles out of existence as a minute is up. Um, can I uh, guiding bolt him at fifth level? Wait. Or what? I want to blow this fucker up. Let's do it. Wait. <laughs> Mira will hold up her hand and say, wait. I'm full on Super Saiyaning over here, and I'm about to... <laughs> we need answers. You're not Gork at all interested. In- I would say Gork is currently removing carefully all the different armor attachments that hold the heads to its form. And with Mira- each severed bit of leather, Mira, as you kind of like stall Abraxas for a moment, with each severed head coming away from the physical form of the creature, there's almost like a glitch in its form. Like it kind of like with each one being removed, like it's bound somehow to these heads, to its form. And with each removal, more of its more corporeal form and less of its illusionary form is behind. It's almost like it's becoming more of a physical manifestation with each removal. Uh, Mayor's going to turn to the figure and she's going to say, we are granting you a moment of respite. Speak your purpose. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm standing there like yeah. ready to just yeah. so you can holy divine fire. Intimidation with your with advantage because of Abraxas's form at this point. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll like. <laughs> how about? Hey, it's Abraxas better. Can I do that? Can I roll <laughs> intimidation? <laughs> uh, it's up to you and Mira. I, I feel like the two of you working in concert. I, so I'm negative one for both of those. <laughs> I'm, Are you good? I please? will roll a separate intimidation roll. <laughs> I, I, I'm not helping. I am. I am okay. About okay. trying to kill this thing. Okay, so. that's I'll, fair. Uh, yeah, I'll just roll. <laughs> oh man, I only got a 15. I got a 12. Oh, wow. guidance. Watch <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, spell points. Oh, oh, hold do on. better. Damn yeah, I'm, I'm I'm rerolling. I have a, I have I have spell points again, sorcery points again. Uh, oh wait, you said advantage. Wait, no, but then it split. Now, but now no, it's a twenty-two. Decided to do it on his own. So. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get I, now it's twenty-two intimidation. Right, that's fair. <laughs> okay, good. Huh. Have you, you no tongue? 
What'd you get, Mary? I forgot. 12 or 15? I, I got a 12. Uh, 12? There's a strange kind of absence he got a 22. of sound. The creature's head turns up, and it's all shadow and vapor. And you can see, like, the bare, like, edging and remnants of bone structure. But as Gork severs the last of the nine shrunken heads from its form, its entire illusion, its final bit of tenuous connection with some unknown illusionary power fades. And as Abraxas leans over this entity, all we watch is the darkness unswirls, the forms around it fall away. And the very emaciated nearly dead Kiyofi lies on the ground. <laughs> oh, look at that. What? One of the... And, and do I don't do do I recognize this as one of the nine from my visions or no? No, this does not look. This one looks much more sallowed, um, unnaturally old, um, very emaciated, like very kind of like, I mean, a day, a minute away from starvation and deprivation, and her form just turns. You know what you've done. Do you have any idea? And she just kind of slumps onto the ground. She's she's with her hands and feet tied. She's unable to kind of like do anything more than lie on her side, looking up at you, Abraxas. And just she kind of sneers at you for a moment. Just you must be one of the ones not in the cool club. There's a bunch of you that actually know what's going on. I can't believe that. One of you still lives. You, your kind, all your kind. I saw the old men die. I saw the tower shattered. No. I saw the god thrown to the grounds, into the plains and the celeste. I, how are you here? How do you live? That's, she kind of like, she, she's like, she's almost like worming away from Abraxas at this point. She's, like, even though she's bound, you can watch as bits of her skin are peeling away from her body as she's literally doing all she can to get away from Abraxas. I'm using my foot to, like, keep her there so she can't actually get any further away from She has him. no leverage and she's exhausted yeah. of power. So, I'm a, so I'm I would a, say it's easy. You're just, even your small stature for Jet, yeah. you just find that, like, soft point, like, near her hip and back and mm. you just plant your foot right on her side to keep her like settled right in front of Abraxas. Which time are you from? When in time are you from? I am. I don't know time. Hmm. I only know where I was. And I heard them call all nine of them called. Yeah. After, after I finished stuffing all of the, uh, Heads into my bag. I'm a. I'm a. Or go could over you look her. over to pick up the heads? You look to see now that they've been severed from her form. You see nine stone heads with fractured necks, like they've been removed from statues. Huh. I'm still gonna take them. 
Um, <laughs> each one is roughly about 50 to 100 pounds. They're pretty oh. good size. They're about the size of a large watermelon. Oh, oh they're from the statues. Which yeah, statues? in the tower. It's from the, from the citadel. From the citadel. Why should we take these back to them? Oh, you're from one where you actually got in. Interesting. She immediately, like, just turns to look at you, Abraxas. You've, you know. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. Boy, you're way lost. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am. This isn't, this, this cannot be comfortable for you. And it's just the nature of time, but. You're you're lost and you're wrong and your 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 end is is coming now. I'm sorry, but you, you look, lost. She frantically begins to look around as crowds of those that uh, make up this new reformed citadel mm. are beginning to cautiously come forward. You can hear um, you can hear Slipstream kind of his fast moving feet as he comes nearby and he's. Are you, are you all okay? Well, oh, I'm doing just fine, thank you. Who is the looks down? Who is that? Where's she from? Oh, she popped out of the tree. Yeah, there's a. There's it's a, a long story. A portal mishap. Um, but would you like my guards to take her under control? No, it's nah. uh, she there. She she's she's under control. The the. And I look at her and I kind of like get down, like, you know, hunker down into her face and I like get closer to her and I'm like, you heard the books. You heard no. them. I heard the nine. Oh, that's right. They're still. Yeah, that makes sense. I heard their, mm. their screams. Right. I came back for the citadel and the books. I came back. Because I was supposed to come back. How did you survive? How did oh. you live? You, you know, resilience, I guess. You know, just tough guy. But the idea of you being here is kind of a kind of a problem. I don't know what you mean, Claxon. We've met multiple times. Why are you here? No, I'm... You I'm... died at least... <laughs> Three times before I found the path into the Shadowfell. Yeah, you went to the Shadowfell. Is anybody writing this down? Everybody writes this down. <laughs> oh, for just got her little book out. She's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you're on the wrong path. Yeah. You made a mistake to come here. Ah, there's and even a Kalistar left here. Yeah, fascinating. We're doing we're doing pretty good so far in this timeline. Um. And I'm assuming that you found your way into the shadow fell through um, chasing the wrong, you know, following the, the, the wrong rabbit down a rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? I think you are in the wrong place. I don't know who I was when you knew me, but I can tell you I'm not them now in this now. So I can understand your confusion. I can't. And I see now and she's like, she's on the ground bound being held by Frigette. She's looking over to see where Gork has collected all nine of the statue heads. She looks was, beyond was there armor on her. No, it was mostly just leather bindings yeah. 
with the chains kind of hanging off. So when Gork got in there with the blade, he was just like hacking at the mm -hmm. different bits of the leather to get them off of its form. And she's frantically looking around and you watch as her gaze begins to look over towards where the academy is, where the great kind of like um, the now reformed and restructured academy. And her eyes just glaze over with fear as she kind of but I have definitely made a wrong turn. Yeah. This is yeah. not the timeline I'm supposed to be on. What have mm -hmm. I done? It's a tough break, I know. It's very confusing to go from timeline to timeline, especially one that you're not familiar with the history of. I, I, I can, I'm sure there's a lot of information you can provide to us as to how you got where you are, but Which it doesn't matter. Which books are you missing? Please tell me, which ones are you missing? Is that really privy for your knowledge? Well, I don't think you it is. Me I mean, it, I don't think it's going to affect... I don't think it's going to change much because I'm about to blast her into you tiny tell little... Me which ones are missing? I will tell you how to return the heads to the statues. It's the only way that the Citadel can contain the books. That I can assure you. Did our, our citadel has stat, has heads, right? The statues have heads? No, they're fractured. Oh, got it. They're fractured. What mm. makes you think we should trust your words coming from the Shadowfell? You clearly don't belong here. My obsession with the citadel, you should absolutely trust. Giving these heads back to you and telling you how to put them back on guarantees I can never, ever take possession of it. For I do not have all the books. Well, but what the hell would if you the timeline is fractured, if things have been undone due to my poor choice of path I took, the missing books will tell me everything I need to tell you. This I can assure you. My fate is sealed. Whether you kill me or I tell you what to do, I am undone because I have made a poor choice. I don't was you not just... meant for this path. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. Um, and I'm going to just, uh, I'm just going to tell her um, the, 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 um, uh, never mind. Uh, I, I, there's a moment where I, 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 I'm just gonna. I want to. I because I kind of like. This moment where he goes. Do I buy into the jelly bean frost forest, or do I eat drink some more hot chocolate? Well, oh, it's he's also, still glowing, right? Yeah, no, I'm fully charged up oh, with yeah. some sorcery oh, yeah. points. I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm probably, I'm probably wavering in like that time waver mode a little bit, but one of them is very like still very corporeal. And, uh, the staff that you also hold is made of solid iron and of something else. It's interwoven with something else. The orb in the top of the staff glows a soft yellow and is orbiting on the staff in kind of like a clockwise motion. What would have caused you to go on this path? 
How would it have been fortuitous for you? All I know is for the thousandth time I laid siege to the great, great clock tower, fought his master, Claxon's master, time and time again. With each defeat, a gateway would open. And I'd travel through, and each time it's the wrong choice. But each time, the, chat, the choice was not definitive. No books were found, the end not yet written, so certainty was not absolute. But as I stare at the five of you, and she looks around, stares up at Forget with a kind of intense frustration. I better understand that I have made a poor choice. Well, what should we do with her? Well, I think we should tell her which books we have so she tells her that the head's about gone. Yeah. I mean, she's no threat to us now. Well, I, I mean, if if I have my way with it, so... I don't the ones, but for my for my edification, the the ones that we don't have are Malbolgia and Maldomini, Maladomini. We already know what Menorahs. We think the other Kiothi has. The other, in the the, yeah, the Orb Kiothi has Menorahs. Yeah. 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 And then uh, that you're now certain she does because you've yeah. already investigated her inside the stasis field. Which, rather than being a globe of invulnerability, it determined was a globe of stasis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's almost as if she's moving so fast. There's slight movements in her form, which is the termination of countless time streams. Mm. But the book remains the same. The Menorah's book is gripped in one hand, while I believe she had a stone in the a other. A star-shaped stone. Yeah, the elemental yep. uh, stone. The elemental power stone. Yeah. Um. Ooh. We should ask her about. I that. would say there's a moment that the hesitation. She kind of lets out a slight laugh. You don't. You don't know. Oh, we you know. don't know the weight of your path. You. This truly is an isolated timeline. And tears begin to run down the, her face and. She seems to get more and more kind of like the weird kind of excited, not the happy kind. You know, like the like insane excited. And with for Jeff, with your foot on her hip, King, you've seen this kind of madness before. This is someone that has been obsessed so long. This person has crossed that threshold that you walked away from. That threshold that you once stared at, at being becoming the perfect assassination tool before you met Alora. That was that maddening threshold that you chose not to cross. This person on the ground, this version of Kyothi, crossed it a long time ago. This is the mouth of madness on the ground. So She's now cackling to herself, muttering to herself, looking around with frantic expectation, anticipation, Slipstream immediately backs away from her and just kind of says, I'll keep everybody away for now. And he just kind of backs away. You can hear him yelling for the guards to keep everyone at a distance. Now 
crowds are forming and muttering because at this point, a lot of offsite people have been showing up over the course of the last week or so. So there's curiosity abound in this crowd of all mixed kind of, you know, you got people here from Marquette, you got people here from Othensia, from, you know, the, the, the greater cities of Wildmont, you know, you've got, you know, you've even seen a few uh, airships from Amman. So there's a lot of people that this, this word has made its way out to who've come to see this infamous citadel because there hasn't been a flying citadel in 1,500 years, not since the collapse of Aeor. I think I'll just, we should move this elsewhere, yeah. somewhere else, from prying eyes. Or I was, I'll just turn to the uh, the ca- the cackling keel. I'm just like, shut up, and I just like, can I just like knock her out by knocking her on the head with the iron? <laughs> she goes oh. unconscious. Or I'll just I'll just like pick her up and throw her over my shoulder. She's so light, it's like carrying paper. You can feel bone, skin, and muscle. And that's all you feel on her form. Uh, slipstream. Yeah, go. Cool. Oh, these these heads here, is the broken on the ground, the stone ones? Yeah. I don't, don't throw those away. We're going to come back for those later. Do you want me to get them to your people on the inside? Your uh, yes, Templar yes. guard? Yes, give it to them. Okay. I'll, we'll pack them up and get them over to the academy. I'll turn them over to your main watch. Right. I'll turn to the others. We should take this back to the ship. Okay. Eventually, you guys gather up Kyothi's desiccated form. You gather up um, yourselves and begin to... Are you heading over to the airship? To the ta- Where are you heading to? There's lots of possible locations because there's been a slight interruption in your plan to head back towards Rourke's Drift or, or Rourke's Spire um, and, you know, find your way over the mountains and through some of the local path, uh, you know, it, take one of the local pathways down into the borderlands between the the Floquette and the Savalier Wood and the open plains. You know, so there was, there's you know you were going to go to the monastery, but now you have this new diversion in front of you. Hmm. So we were at the tree. What's the closest place where we can go for privacy? Would that be like the council chambers or something? Uh, fortunately, the council chambers here are in the open air platform uh, right next to you, right? That's where they meet, discuss. There's the academy, which you can see the dozen or so uh, local guards gathering up the, the statue heads and they're beginning to make a single column formation in that direction. Um, over off, still stanchioned over by the um, the now reformed tower and the reformed wall, you can see where your airship is tethered. That might be the closest point. Well, we do have holding cells in the airship, I would think. Oh, we could just lock on one of the rooms mm. or put on one of the crates and lock the crate. Yeah. Or we could just wake her up and tear her and kill her. Let's just take her to the ship and have her in one of the holding cells and we'll ask more questions later. Um, maybe get enchantments on the door or something. <sighs> I'm going to turn to look at the tree. How's the tree looking? Uh, give me a nature check. It is glowing green. Hmm. Hey, Braxis. Mm. 
Why'd she call you Klaxon? I mean, who knows how many other versions of me she's come across. I don't well, know. She says 21. I... She, Is I that mean, your original name? I don't... I don't... I'm No, I don't know. Um, I didn't have a name in the lab. I had this, and I, I have my Abraxas amulet, and it says Abraxas on it. And I've just kind of taken that as as my name. I, uh, no one named. I wasn't named uh, anything other than what the lab gave. The lab gave me my name, and I was. Oh, I have a number actually, but I don't remember what. It is. Why would she wage <laughs> war upon your kind? <sighs> my kind. Um, I'm not exactly sure what she means by that, but there's a vision I have of a. I guess we'll call it a like a dragonborn army fighting a versions version like the like dragonborn technical beings magic tech beings the, i'm it's this <laughs> that cat's like totally listening to you Mike. yeah yeah <laughs> listen here to Baxi, uh, <laughs> Chopper. Um, uh, the idea that I have, it's like, it's like versions of me or like different iterations, we'll say of me in the timeline could be, I mean, look, I've, I've, I've told you there's versions of you that came and went and I, I'm just one of my, one of me. One of time, one iteration of me has seen multiple yous already. So God only knows how many she's, how many iterations of me she's come across and how many iterations of her there are. Like, Kyothi, for the lack of a better term, is playing both sides against the middle. There's the calamity being uh, never ending, but the other versions of her may want it to go one way. And then certain versions of her may want it are in favor of that, like keeping the calamity going. So it's like, you know, you know, there's that saying you can't be all things to all people. Well, she's trying, I guess (laughs) she's, there's multiple versions of her. Maybe they're out trying to stop her. I don't know that globe of invulnerable, that, that stasis that she's in right now. Could have been her way of removing herself from the equation. This timeline's Kiyothi from removing herself from the equation, at least until she can get right place, right time, and come back and maybe f- finish the ritual or like disrupt it and complete, you know, keep the calamity going. We don't know. Yeah, it's, we don't know what her intentions are either. Oh. Yeah, Klaxon, it could be something, but. Well, I don't have any attachment to that name in any way. I don't know. I don't know it. It could be. It could be important. It could be not. I don't know. So was she fighting an army of iterations of you? Or were there other dragonborn like yourself? As far as I'm aware, and uh, Storyteller, tell me if I'm wrong. It is (laughs) a bunch of me's fighting a bunch of me's. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... um, when I look at Kyothi with my with the vision that I've been gifted, there are an endless stream of her in time. 
we all have that in some way and but some 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 of us are um more in line and more in focus if you know if that makes sense like the time timelines have brought the iterations of me closer together and maybe at some point there will be or there was time isn't really like relevant in that scenario because it's outside of time and it was i don't know the old man and I, I minor illusion an image of Keith's head just exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're walking and talking. As yeah, you're like, yeah, you're sure. walking towards the airship and having this conversation at this point. Uh, it's hard to have fourth dimensional conversations. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna minor sure. illusion my vision of the old man of the of the the wizard okay. figure. That's not Kronos. Is it Kronos? When I've uh, can con- mostly con- your it, it, depending on how you tell your story, most of your understanding of your kind of <sighs> time stuff. Well, no, most of your understanding of, of your most your real only interaction with Kronos mm-hmm. was during the closing of the Stygian Gate, right? Mm-hmm. When there was a collision, almost like a collision of one of the timelines at that point, because the gate was closed and the book was retrieved and you get the feeling that at these collision points certain interventions are able to happen and whether or not you guys have all shared your interventions or not in that one all of you kind of had unique hmm. interventions whether it was with the Saren Ray or a memory or a mentor someone who had recently yeah. you know attach themselves to some people grimash the you know the the contention oh, of the either gifts yeah when you got those yeah. gifts but the vision the 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 being with the nine but the, yeah but tendrils the, yeah so that's always been elusive like there's never yeah. been shape or animus to it there's never been form it's almost as if it's an untold story of completion and that's the unknown threat. As everything else, like your vision of the clockwork tower and this old man who seems to be manipulating everything around him. Mm-hmm. And there are thousands of different versions of Abraxas in perpetual combat with orbiting dark celestial points interdisposed, right? Whether it's the convincing that, and I don't even know if Gork has shared this yet, but as a reminder, Gorks intercede with Grimash. He's been gifted the act of the God Killer, mm. but he's never really talked about it with any of you. So that's something that he still has to figure out what that means to him. And forever ago, it feels like for you, Keen, as you guys are walking, once again, you absentmindedly twist that ring around your finger. That simple copper wing ring that you know was gifted to you mm. by the individual that you saved from the Grimash uh, uh, fire uh, caverns. And eventually during your interlude, he had chosen that opportunity to use that combination of time coming together to finally go back to wherever he came from. And he left you that ring of wish on your mm-hmm. finger. For Jet, gaining the understanding and the truth of the Saren Ray was gifted to Sash. 
And then I, what'd you get, Mary? You got, you got your staff finally, didn't you? Yeah. My, yeah. my mama gave it to me. Yeah. Your, the vision of your mom who from your perspective, she should be dead long gone. Yeah. And I would say Abraxas telling his version of the story reminds each one of you of that point in time, that, that near death situation that seemed to create this crossover event that kind of brought you all equally together and outward at the same time. But I would say Abraxas is the first one to really share in depth the notion of that moment. Mm. Right. And I'm, and I'm going to kind of reveal the old man wizard figure or whatever that, that <sighs> I guess is you put him into illusion. Uh, I'm going to like form him in my like like a small version of 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 like certain images like just kind of in front of me like How Star Wars Star Wars style detailed enough that if he's recognizable someone might try to recognize him I don't think I have that I've ever seen the details so I can't really recreate it You've you seen enough of them to give him some kind of like representation. Yeah, like he's, his long white hair, his kind yes. of stoic appearance, his his eyes, and his profile in general. You have that in mind, right? Which, well, yes. Like the, I don't have like I can't. I, I haven't seen like his a clear look at his face Correct. to memorize it. Correct. But I'm giving it like you know all of the defining characteristics that I have seen or can see from the visions that I've had, except for like the hood is very drawn down. You said and yes, face, like at the eye line, like the yeah, eye and nose line. So it's very all, anime yeah. shadows on the face kind of situation. Dark yeah. Yeah. Dark so, yeah. Full <laughs> <insidious. Dark nihilus. laughs> and, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to form that, um, if I can okay. and, and be like, there's, this is the, seeming seeming mastermind of that event but that i don't i i for jack give me a history check as you stare at the illusion of the presentation why would you be fighting kiyothi she she is kiyothi no but she mentioned about having a battle with the the klaxon army why? She, you know, I don't know if. I think we should just get the books and figure out the rest later. Yeah. There might be a problem, and and at some point in the future or past, I may have called on my iterations and brought all of me to fight all of me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it already happened, if it has yet to happen. I I am a mix of the two types of me that I see, right? Like I Usually, see Usually yeah, like normally when you I'm see a, the there's like a natural raging. dragonborn and then like a a magitech fully right. computer, you know. Right. And what you But I'm a mix. What, and you're you're seeing what you might have looked like before you were combined. Right. Oh. Yeah. I'm for Jet, what'd you get for your history check? Different. 16. You're not certain? The overall profile and appearance of this form reminds you a lot of Drayson the Librarian back at the Truth Seekers. Hmm. His stature, his profile, his height 
somebody's hair that seems very familiar to you. You're not certain, but this figure looks familiar to you. Uh. And Librarian Drayson would be the one that's usually in charge of uh, the Academy's collection of knowledge, findings, whether they be books, relics, scrolls, weapons. Um, the Truth Seeker Academy is one of those Cobalt Soul locations, similar to the vault in Vasselheim. It's a collection point, you know, of a, of a particular region or area. Um, and from time to time, rare items appear there, mostly to keep out of the hands of the Cerebus Assembly. And that's why the Truth Seeker Academy was placed in such a, like, a, a profound location. The intersection of so many different points of interest. Hey, Abraxas. Um, I'm, I might kind of maybe possibly know, know that guy. The, the guy, the nine tendrilled white haired man. Well, whatever you just made up right there. Yeah. 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 Where do um, you know it from? What? Back home. Well, I guess we're already going in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 were, we were headed that way anyway. Almost seems as if by fate. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the DM sure. rolled a natural 20 for an arc check. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all pretty much by the ship now, right? Yeah, I'd say you guys are coming up the gangway of the ship okay. um, over to where the stanchion point collection is. And one by one, you're coming on board. And Menti's autonomous form kind of just watches Gork go below deck as Gork goes to depositor in one of the holding cells in the main hold. Eventually, Gork comes back up and a uh, boss is that who I think it is? It's not who you think it is. Oh, phew, for it's, a second there. It's another one of who you think it, it is. It is, but it isn't. <laughs> it's very confusing. Non-sequitur. She starts <laughs> spinning in circles. Oh, <laughs> does not compute. That's not how I feel. <laughs> Timelines are... Uh, that's funny. Well, timelines also, because here's the thing. We can always Bill and Ted's this shit. We'll just do it after the after we save the Citadel. We can just come back, go back and leave things for ourselves in the right place. Right? Like we could we could always after everything is completed have uh, just time, time travel uh, and leave ourselves the right pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You're, you got to think uh, fourth dimensionally. You know? Are you Rick and Morty the snake suits and the black <laughs> eye and the whole. No, this is straight up dead, <laughs> Bill and Ted's. They set up the trash can to fall on his dad or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> straight, straight up Bill and Ted's. Who's to say you haven't already done that? I mean, yeah. that's that's my assumption. Is anytime maybe good we did, happened, but it's in a different timeline, so it didn't future. happen to us. Or, I mean, or we did do it, and this is the best that we can get for ourselves. We're still <laughs> figuring it out. Time is well. Yeah. Also, because we're we're doing the the best math we can. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to we're trying to coordinate multiple timelines in the future. Uh, you, you're trying to do that. I don't understand anything you're trying. I don't understand. <laughs> it I'm works like over there doing the classic. Yeah, yeah. 
Abraxas yeah, right. and Gork are playing very different games right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, like going on, you're like going on about all this. You're like the rest of y'all are going on about like this. Well, we have to do this. What about this? Like this. I'm just like spoke's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on that side. Of bad guy. Uh, figure the rest out later. Yeah, I will definitely leave the time shenanigans up to you. I will help get these books back. I and... will make a great sous chef for the time management uh, stuff. So I am not leading that expedition. Much like on the ship where I was a like a, a, a humanoid battery just charging the things. I'm just like going to be Doctor Strange sitting and looking <laughs> at the different timelines and figuring out what to do. Mira, as this conversation is kind of unwinding and winding and unwinding around all these different kind of concepts choosing not to be seen Erebus forms up alongside you and just you can feel his warm light just kind of pulse there for a moment and he mm -hmm. just kind of the telepathic bond establishes itself and you could hear his voice begin to take note in your mind yeah Mara's just gonna when she starts to feel that pulse she's gonna quietly remove herself from the conversation and head towards her room. Okay. As you and Erebus are kind of walking across the main deck towards the hold that will take you down, I'm not really sure. What is the absence of things? What is the absence of anything? If there is total absence could you say there is nothing? The there fear is that our, something. But the fear that our people ran from was self-inflicted. We know this now. Finding the priestess that led them away. Finding your way back to the staff. The dream walk that you had. Your future self warning you on this particular timeline, Mira. This one. Is that not reticent of a bit of augury, a bit of understanding of expectation? Yes. Only the wielder of the staff of our forebears can do a dream walk. Yes, I think there's a lot weighing during this time. A lot of expectation. There's a moment when you pause in the hallway before opening your door and you could hear the next hold below, the raspy breathing of the now sleeping Kyothi emaciated form. And then Erebus stops you. I could try to enter her mind. I could try to take a peek at her thoughts. It's dangerous. I've never been detached from you before, but I could try it. I'm not sure that that's the best course right now. She has returned from the Shadowfell. I don't... I don't want you to be corrupted by what she has... What she has become. The madness is a thing 
of those that have physical form. I am pure memory, pure light. I am the amalgamation of the entire history of your family, Mira. I do not believe I can be turned such as these physical beings can be. I merely pose a conjecture that as me and you bond telepathically, I share your lineage of memories to guide you on your paths. That's been reliant up to this point. Now that we know that the nightmare that we ran from was not a real thing that we thought it was, but a making of our own manifestation of fear and lack of understanding of the rest of the planes of existence. And we allowed that to drive our people away in many different fractured locations. For all we know now, the priestess that gave you the light to carry finds our people now and they make their way back to the Valley of the Grey. I don't know. All I know is that your path is important to me if I'm to collect you and keep your memories intact for when you pass me on to your family's future. The one thing I can't help but notice, Mira, during your dream walk, I was only conscious of myself. The mirror that you spoke with showed no signs of an Erebus, a memory, a past of your culture and your people. She was an image of a time where I think I am absent and no longer exist. Uh, Mayor's just kind of like at a loss for words and she's like looking towards Keothi's form like with pity and like yeah, you're like standing on the edge of the downward stairs your door's here Erebus yeah. is alongside you you can see her feet her like the, the holding cell that's been ad hocly built by the automatons was more designed to hold feral animals for transport but it's yeah. a heavy enough structure. It's bolted to the ground or bolted into the lumber. It's strong enough and she's quite weak. But every now and then you see her feet twitch. You hear her ramblings of madness and the occasional cackle of someone who's just been, someone's mind who's just been fractured and put back together and fractured and put back together. Yeah. So she's standing at the top of the stairs and she's just looking down and when Erebus says that there's an absence, she grips her staff and she says, how can this be possible? I, I'm tired of losing things. I'm tired of things getting taken away. Things are slipping through my hands. You are the record of my life and my family, my people. To have it gone in an instant. You speaking of a future of which you might not even be there. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't even looked further beyond that, even though 
we've spoken much of time and and place and I just the spirit of your mother was in that wolf and when it turned into that dragon that made the difference between the collapse of an army and the time that you and your friends needed to close that portal retrieve that book her sacrifice was made a very long time ago Mira are these fated paths that we toy with are these the breadcrumbs that have been left behind by our different selves? Is your dream walk an affirmation of the idea that everything that's come before was meant to come before? Do I you have try to lose 14 everything? million times to succeed? And this may be our only chance of success <sighs> I understand your trepidation I I understand my purpose it's just I've lost so much and I hope that it will be all assured and worth it in the end. I don't want it to be in vain and for nothing. That is my wish. The orb that is Erebus pulses a little bit brighter. I wonder which end lies at the end of which string. Which string leads down which path? Which path intersects with which world? Which series of worlds intersect with what series of planes of existence? She'll descend down the stairs slowly as she's hearing Erebus speak. Do I have your permission? And she'll stand in front of Kiyofi. Her form lies ragged breathing on the hard wood surface of the lower cargo hold. You can hear her teeth grinding in her sleep, her eyes shut. Erebus hovering nearest to you, not willing to leave quite yet as you still contemplate this path. What exactly must I do? When I detach from you, I will enter her subconscious. I will attempt to identify her fractured mind. And I will reassemble it. I believe my consciousness and her identity will join briefly. You should be able to ask her a few questions. But if her madness is too deep, too fractured, too lingering in a place that I cannot hold it long, there is danger there. 
But I want you back whole. And I want to come back whole. But there is so much at stake here, Mira. Even now, a new life tree spawns its roots in the Valley of the Grey. That tree that you planted is just now beginning to reach out to other places of existence, drawing others to it. It's echoes. Even I can hear the in-between reality that I exist in. Abraxas is right. Time is both uncertain and certain at the same time. These are the moments that we hesitate because this has not been written yet. For all I know, this is not the time you lose me, but this may be my greatest contribution to your legacy. If what I do now prevents your death, then your legacy will continue. Our legacy as a Kalashtar people will continue. Perhaps their return is the reason why I move on. Or perhaps I am unable to dreamwalk. Or perhaps what we really experienced was a little bit of leftovers in our gut and gave us a bit of a hallucinogenic effect. <laughs> I don't know. It was very vivid. <laughs> it was vivid, wasn't it? But if I can remend her mind, perhaps there's more to this form than we feel is equitable to our cause. We cannot go into the truth seekers this blind. As much as Agreed. I feel forgets honesty, it's her naivete of where she comes from that I am concerned about. Keen while sharp is always that inner turmoil of herself. And let's face it, you just point Gork in a direction and yell break or crush or smash, depending on your vernacular. He's a great warrior. Everyone has yeah. great qualities. I believe I we need to counsel the others. She is everything. All the strings from us lead up to her. She is the end of a single string, Mira. I wonder what happens if we tug on it. You can counsel the others, but I fear they will talk you out of it. And I fear that Abraxas' choice is already made in his head. He intends to destroy this creature. He intends to put it out of its misery. There is too much of him in what this has become. His potential of becoming this maddened creature is not all that dissimilar from the creature that we see here. He holds on to his sanity through his love of you and the others and the sense of his own purpose of the mystery that he travels after. But your path is of your people, giving them a place to call home 
and calling them back to where they belong. And that tree that you planted in the valley is that voice. And it echoes loudly. Your purpose is true. I will trust you with this task. Um, just come back and let me know what you find. You feel this separation of energy. You watch as the orb that is Erebus turns into dozens of different Kalashtar forms. As the disconnect of over a thousand years of generational memory take on those physical forms. And one by one, they float between the bars and dissolve into the form that is Kyothi. One by one, they drop away. Her and Mara will crouch down and carefully watch Kyothi. Her eyes flare open with a similar blue-white blinding light. And you hear Erebus's voice echo out of her mouth. There are so many versions of her in the air. Her memories are everywhere and of everything. She has memories of Abraxas. She has memories of places that have burnt to cinder or come into existence for the first time. She is ancient. Her mind is fractured, not through the madness of what she seeks. Her mind is fractured due to the results of what she found. I hear a persistent ticking of a clock, a loud echo of time cascades out. I can see, I can see so much, Mira. We can see. His voice softening a bit. Yes, we can see so much. As you recognize the voice of your great-grandmother, Atua, I see a mind that is beyond saving. I see a mind that is content with the madness that she has endured for over a millennia. Is there a way to mend it? I do not know. I look deeply into the parts of her that drift in and out. But I have a memory and a vision. The tower, a big tower, a great tower of power, sits inside a valley. And a small form walks out of the base of the tower. 
a small halfling form wanders out of the base of the tower towards a great building of academia. There, two smaller forms wait. But then it's fractured and gone. I don't know what it means. I can see a large orc upon a large mastodon wading into legions. But I don't know what this means, daughter. I don't know if this is the truth of her intent. Her power is great, but it is tethered. It is anchored to her insanity, almost as if her insanity is where she draws her power from. As you recognize the voice of your mother echoing from inside Erebus's many memories unfurling, folding into the different fragments that make up Keothi's insanity. You watch as the form stands without any trepidation, no sense of lethargy or weakness. Mira will stand as well, carefully looking at her. Yeah, it grips onto the bars. There's so much power here, my daughter. It's as if there are thousands of her searching for something. They wander in and out of so many different places of existence. There, there are worlds underneath their feet. There are lingering bits of madness that get left behind each time this tower it travels it travels and it travels can you discern her purpose what was her goal her purpose there's a minute that the soft blue glowing eyes hood the eyes kind of go hooded for a moment and then they reopen and reassert themselves on you. Their eyes stare at you with these orbs of blue and white that just stare at you intently. And then an unfamiliar voice chimes in. We never got to meet, Mira. I'm your sister. I was the first one to travel before mother. My path took me so far from our lands and our homes. You have become something so special. This creature standing in front of you a thousand years of bad choices, angry misunderstandings, frustration. So certain is this form of saving the world 
that she forgot that she was saving it. She is very much gone, Mira. And so are you, Narelle. Yes, sister. I wondered where you went all those I years. I've been here the whole time. You think Abbas has made these decisions of his own doing? He's the collective memories of your entire lineage. As much as I'd like to be able to influence them all the time, it's not always possible. <laughs> I'm an echo, but I'm your echo. I was hoping to find you. And you have. Another breadcrumb, perhaps. Another hint. Another Ooh. nudge in the right direction. Killing this creature would be doing it a great service. This creature is gone. Her mind spread into a thousand points of what it used to be and has become something so chaotic and so unending that it is too dangerous to leave alive. So it would seem. I, I just wish I didn't have to meet you in this way. But... That's unfortunate. I'm enjoying <laughs> our conversation. I'm not sure if this is the right form to do it, Narelle, but... <laughs> you can hear a telepathic <laughs> giggle and laughter. Not all that dissimilar when the two of you would go fishing along the Celestial River. Yeah. And pull those strange creatures out of the water. Playing Walk hide home and seek through the flower the paths and the stargazing flowers, the great pink and white stargazers that would bloom during your harvest time. <laughs> Young, she was always a few years behind you. Yeah. But you I'm watch as the colors of the eyes fade, the emaciated form collapses to the ground, breathing raggedly, and then the Arabis form. <laughs> back into its orb state, retethers itself to you. <clears throat> I have no understanding of what I told you. I relied upon the memories that I am made of to tell you what you needed or what you intended to hear. The fact I am retethered to you tells me that this creature's form is truly too weak and too incapable of even dominating my consciousness. Perhaps Abraxas has got the right idea. Yes. I will consult the others and I thank you for looking into this. It was eye-opening to say the least. So back on the main deck at some point Gork <clears throat> straddle, straddles his <laughs> his great cat and says, well, I'm going to go look for something and 
takes off over the edge. And they, before he does, I'm assuming since uh, you know uh, Mira fucked up the tree, uh, we're gonna try that again later. Or are we going tonight, Abraxas? We have to see that. We have to check with Mira first. I don't know how to. None of. Well, just send I, me I can't a message. Do that. You need me back, but uh, I'm gonna go check out some shit. We'll reach out. Yeah. Okay. And he kind of waves as he lopes down the gangway, down the ramp, and you watch as he takes off towards the academy. Eventually, the three of you notice that even though the deck of the ship is busy with all the automatons and other activity, there's no sign of Mira anywhere. Just three of you on the deck, just kind of carrying on with this this conversation that you've been having. It just cuts to, why can't I kill her? Why? <laughs> you can't from again? her first. <laughs> she's a loose thread. She's not from sure. this plane. She's not from this time. She needs to be rem- removed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Harsh. You got to tie it off before you cut the excess. She's of the loose person. thread. Or you're going to unravel your whole sweater. I am. So. And I, I turned. <laughs> you're going to unravel your whole sweater. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Pick a better metaphor. I, <laughs> no, the perfect metaphor. I mean, I'll I'll admit, admit, I love that. Um, <laughs> I'll admit she's dangerous. Right? She's, she's mad. She's uh, single-minded. She'll never give up. But well, no, it's more along the lines of the knowledge she has. The we we know what the big picture is, and mm-hmm. there, look, there, are, there. This is something that to be. To be fair, we should be ready for the other versions of us who are on a competing quest. There might be another Frigette or Keen out there I that <laughs> look, this is the I'm I'm here in this timeline because I feel like that we are the best versions of ourselves. This is the timeline for us to be successful, but there's also the worst of us out there. Yeah. Just thinking about what she was before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we've all, we've all potential. We've, we have a lot of power in our hands to be much more malignant to this world than we are. If there's another keen out there, that could be very bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have incredible power. She could be anybody. Kiyothi's knowledge is available to this time until we kill her. Yes. And we need it. We, we run the risk. It's like right now our airship uh, brig is a vault of treasures for the right kind of person. Or the wrong kind, you know, I mean, you get it. The idea, anyone seeking that information, anyone seeking a clear, and I look at Frigette, I'm like, that lady from the Cerberus Assembly would kill every one of us to have an access at that mad mind downstairs. So that is the longer she exists on this plane, 
the more of a threat she becomes. People saw her. Mm-hmm. People saw us talking to her. People mm-hmm. saw the thing, everything that went down. So that, like, more than us knows, that's one person too many. If one more person than us knows, that's one person too many that knows. And this is, as much as I don't want to take anyone's agency away and not want to hold, excuse me, hold anyone um, against to their will, I'm not above removing her from the equation because bigger picture that's an evil lady that lady is not here for altruistic reasons she heard the call of the nine that means that she can hear them someone else is could be just as capable we have we're we have to be careful we're very close to the end and this is when you know, like when a machine powers up and it gets to its full speed, that's when one thing could throw the whole machine into, out of whack and all of that energy that's being generated will just go into destroying it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you ever thrown a brick into a washing machine? Never mind. Um, <laughs> what is washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> you ever um, thrown a brick at a washer? One of like one of the orc crew kind of like walks by. Why would you throw a brick at someone washing clothes? That don't make sense. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) And then I imagine in the scene, it's like in the movie, it's bookended by, so why can't I kill her? And then it cuts. (laughs) You know, like it starts with, why can't I kill her? And then, why can't I kill her? And then it cuts. Yeah, but I want I want to murder this person because yeah, it is Mary, too are you dangerous. Back up main deck, or are you still going to your room? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll make my way up to, up to the deck. So you just heard the last part of that was like, "I'm gonna so murder." Why can't I kill? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. The three of you look over to see Merrick coming up out of the cargo hold mm. uh, off the stairs and she's back on the main deck. Yeah, and she looks a little bit a little bit visibly shaken, but she's trying to play it off. Um, <laughs> uh, she's going to say well it appears that Kiyothi really isn't fit to be here any longer. Um, I Erebus offered himself up to peer into her mind and and then she'll tell basically what Erebus uh, told her in great detail. Do you also tell them about the sister and all the different lineage interactions, or you just tell the content? Your choice. Uh, I'll just tell the content uh, okay. for now, because okay. even start. Mayor is kind of reeling from that. <laughs> yeah. So there have been visions that Kiyothi has had of all of us, and in a tower, and her mind is broken from all these revelations. I gathered as much as I could. Did you tell her what books were left? 
No, I didn't. Well, if there's a, if there is a trick to keeping these stone heads and reattaching them to these, if there's something that needs to be shared, she she said she would share it. So, yes, yeah. Let's let's all go down there and let's all keep an eye on each other. I don't want her casting any spells, and I don't want her invading anybody, anybody's mind, or taking control of us, her harming us in any way. She's if she, very if, weak if at she's this a, moment. yeah, if she's if she tries to, if she tries anything, we will. I'm taking her off the chessboard. Okay. Okay. And so we all go down. I go away. Um, Make uh, them all yeah. way down to the murder cupboard. I um, need down to the hole. <laughs> murder cupboard. Our well, way for what, I, it's fine. what I'm going to do is, um, right as we get to the door, I'm like, um, okay, is there like a like they can hear when I walk? Like they, I just want them. I want I want it to look like it's just me, but I'm going to ask them to wait like right out of eye shot out of. So the way the cargo hold works, right? The main deck is open, mm-hmm. and a series of stairs go down to the commons deck. Then to the cruise deck, and to, then finally down into the cargo hold. Hmm. Once down in the cargo hold, it's more about you know the displacement of all the internal cargo, and then off to the side are a couple of these kind of like holding pens that Menti had built for the purposes of possibly collecting creatures in case. More importantly, because after you know dealing with Gork's obsession with the cat. She's been kind of, you know, hesitant right. about bringing creatures on board. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's happened. You could stand at the f- base of the stairs in the kind of like shadowy darkness of the of the finished cargo hold with the others kind of slightly up on the stairs out of eyesight mm-hmm. and earshot or of Kyothi's form. But for you to get a full visage of her, you'd have to step into the cargo hold to be able to have an encounter with her. I'm going to just kind of, uh, go down and I just, I'm just going to walk up casually to her. And then I just want to say, um, the planar war you've seen is interesting. What was your role in it? Whose side did you take? Whose side did I take? Does it really matter anymore? Executioner. Yeah. I mean, just out of curiosity. There are no sides. There are no... Alliances. There are no enemies. There's just the constant need to find... I've been looking for. He watches. She curls an arm around a bar and kind of like pulls herself mm. up, leaning painfully into the bars of the cage. One eye just kind of staring up at you, bloodshot, mm. desiccated, almost as if it's going dim on its own accord. Hmm. I'm gonna flash the two books that are missing. Uh, version. We haven't seen anything of them, right? Um, you've had some kind of like historical findings and writings and some. I'm basically. Ways of, I'm gonna, I'm in the tower. Are. 
Yeah, you know what they are. You've seen images. Right. You understand what they are. You have the idea of what they are, but you I'm haven't do, physically seen them yet. Right. I'm going to do like a little uh, s- slideshow of minor illusion of like the books, the, the nine books hovering around, and then the nine headless statues. It's like, we know what we're missing. We know what we need. And it's, wait, which was the ones? Malbolgia and my notes of it. Maladomini. Uh, Maladomini. Or anything. Maladomini. And <laughs> I um, is seek the understanding of the Glazia and the Beelzebub. Yeah. As, oh, their voice. As it's been explained to me. Those voices I hear them calling even now. They know you're looking for their books. That's what called me to the tree. That's what called me to the portal that your young friend opened up for me. Yeah. I mistakenly thought that you already had them. I mean, you have one. And that one's pending. And we need to bring you this you into the right place at the right time. How does it feel, Claxon, to finally be able to destroy me? <laughs> so many times tried and so many times failed. <laughs> On the grand Although I must things. admit, this version of you I find intriguing. So much more machine than Dragonborn. It's pretty interesting considering that I am both sides of that war. And one, she coughs and a little bit of fleckled blood comes out of her lower lip. We'll, we'll put you out of your misery soon. Um, I, I can't tell you what it would mean to kill you because I haven't thought about it at all. It's just part of the grand calculus of time. What I do want is for you to uphold your promise to tell us these, the, the ways that these heads can be reattached. <clears throat> My understanding is that when I took them from your master, the timekeeper, that the book is to be placed in the hands of the statue. The first parable of each book is to be read and the heads attached to each book being held by each statue. As the head is attached, the book of the parable of sealing and the key removed, these will lock these books away forever within the internals of these statues. And then the citadel will go back to its normal random behavior. It will cast itself out into the great celestial <coughs> planes of existence, forever trapped, forever wandering, never to be found again. Hmm. But these last two that you seek will be costly. They will be very costly. 
The gods that covet these books are desperate. They are angry. They feel their freedom so close, but yet they're unable to leave their prisons. Hmm. So close yet so far. Do I, uh, I'm going to be like, do we believe her? And then I can kind of call everybody down. I mean, you can make an insight check to see how much of this is believable if you choose to. I mean, I'm not great at it. I can do it. Oh, I rolled a 20. Yeah, that one even. (laughs) I rolled a 20. 18 plus 2. Your insight is she's already dying. Hmm. The disconnect from the fell and the complete absence of her magic. And whatever Erebus's journey did, you feel like this person in front of you is finally succumbing to not only the madness, but the idea that time has consumed her. Mm. She's very believable. It's not all that much different than a normal deathbed-like ritual that you've experienced before. And what is the right place and time in your estimation? That What would you be looking for? What would your goal have been for mm. the for the old, for, for the good, for the ceiling, before you turned into this or whatever it is you've become? My dream, my obsession, my understanding of what I thought I was doing was so clear to me. This citadel of power, it's magic, it's connection with the time. It's interesting. I finally proven one fact that I thought I'd never prove. The calamity never truly completed. Suffering is constant. Fear is constant. War is truly Forever, there is no great idea of peace. There is no lack of the energy that humanity uses to try to destroy itself. My inevitable descent into this dark creature that I am is all the proof I need. Like lemmings to a cliff. Like rats out of a sewer. Like a gluttonous dog Hmm. forgotten in an alleyway. There is no 
calamity. There is no sense of conclusion. There's just the fucking shitty choices we make. Have a end of a short path. And she kind of slumps down to the ground. Her breathing more ragged. A bit of drool and blood mixed spittle draining from the left corner of her mouth. Hmm. Well, I won't prolong this any any longer. I'm sorry. Hope you have rest. And I look around. Mayor is just she's just watching quietly, kind of just off to the side. Forget leaves. Yeah. And I just um I'm gonna call a Can I just say that I cast a sacred flame at like sixth level? Just to give it whatever flavor you want, too. Yeah, I just want it to be. Yeah, I just want it to be where, like, like light, like light takes her, Hmm, right? Like, like yeah, I don't want to. It's not about a. Uh, like sacred implies like you're 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 going your where you away you're going back yeah. where you came from before you were wherever that means you can hear Frigette's light footsteps heading up the stairs outside just bare hints and whispers of pressure Mir and Abraxas stand there Keen what are you doing as Abraxas is beginning his invocation and concentrating on his spell effect I will stay to witness I feel like I kind of owe it to her. Yeah. Um, Mira will also start to mutter like prayers uh, for her, like words of um, safe travels for her mm-hmm. and her spirit. I wish she peace, and it's gone. As her form is consumed by the radiance of the effect. The flame seems to kind of burn with an unnatural hot white light. Her form quickly turns to ash. And just for the briefest of moments, an effervescent outline of a form stands there. A shape, a profile, kind of turns to look at the three of you. Her form comes into existence as light, pure light, as a young Kyothi's face just smiles and nods at all three of you, and she just fades, just like a burst of wind takes her. For Jed, as you walk up the stairs, you get halfway up, and you f- you see a bright light from down below, and you've seen that spell cast before. Not necessarily in anger this time, but you now head up onto the deck of the ship. Familiar automaton comes walking over to you as you kind of head over to the railing to look off in the distance. Menti kind of picks up on your sense and just, is everything okay for Jet? 
You seem upset. Yeah, I I just I wish that it didn't have to go quite like that for her. Uh, for her to just be lured here by voices and then beaten to a pulp by the five of us just broken physically and mentally and, and then just not here anymore. Fajet, has uh, Braxis ever told you how he found me? Um, not super specifically. He just kind of said he was living his life and came across you. If you call living your life murdering creatures, sure. I guess that's one way of taking a look at it. He found me in a sewer lair. I was a prize of somebody else. He had skulked and tracked down this person that I was a prize of. He didn't know it at the time, who I was. But then again, that was a very different Abraxas back then. Full of anger and frustration, he was. And her crystalline structured lights are kind of flashing with memory and thinking way back to the point when the two of them first met. He was almost childlike compared to what he is now. His concern for you and your friends has been interesting, to say the least. And he watches the Atonwan form kind of settles, and then one of the projection stones lights up nearby, and her favorite projection is out. She's now a gnome wearing pirate clothes from, you know, from when you guys had first found the ship in Gnomeworks, and she was delving into the magic of the ship, trying to learn it, trying to understand what it does. And then, you know, I totally understand the frustration. I'm frustrated, too. I have learned so much about what I could become, but yet I don't want to leave him. I don't want to leave any of you. I know when Abraxas found me, he was a different person. He wasn't quite the person that was so concerned with life as much as he is now. I think because of the four of you, he's found that purpose. I think as this journey has aged all of you, things change for Jet. People change. Time changes us all, whether we want it to or not. You and the others are talking about going home, are they not? Going back to where all of this begins for you, for Jet. Yeah, that's the the next stop for us, I think. Tell me about your home, Fajet. Family? Mother? Father? Children? <laughs> loved ones? Lovers? Yeah, no. No, not, not those ones. Um... I do like the drippings that come off of a good, meaty story. <laughs> I mean... The monastery where we're actually headed 
was as much of a home as it could have been, I suppose. But that's not where my people were. Um, my parents and, and siblings, they they weren't with me there. Interesting. Separate village, separate place of life. And yet, did they take you there? Did you go on your own accord? What brought you to the Truth Seekers? No, no, I, I went. I went on my own um, to, to help them, help support them. Um, the <laughs> hint of a salary that I get uh, from my job at the Truth Seekers goes back to them. Hmm. Is your village far from the Truth Seekers? Not greatly. A couple of days, probably. Perhaps it's time to go home briefly. Perhaps it's time to remind you of why you're doing all of this. Sometimes my optics gets blurry and I must clean them off so I can see just a little bit better. A little spit and shine. Yes, but I don't know how to spit. <laughs> Would you like to see my true form for Jet? Would I ever? Uh, but in your in your own time, Minty, that's seems to be something very personal to you. Well, right? It's not even the form I've shown Abraxas yet. He has seen one of many forms I've taken, but your heart is sad. And I'd like to make it happy. You watch as the pulse of the globe of the <clears throat> projection stone kind of flickers a bit. And it almost glitches her profile slightly. And you watch as she transforms into, well, give me a history check. See if you recognize her form. Fifteen. Fifteen. You watch as her thin kind of golden form transforms into... Her skin is blue, her hair gray-green in coloration. She is feminine in appearance. Her entire physical form is dressed in kind of a strange kind of Kafkan kind of style tribal wear. Um, almost like it's made for the desert. But it's the way her skin is pearlescent and shifts and forms on the surface of her body as you recognize her to be a water afrit. These beings tend to live on the plane of water elemental. They can be seen from time to time traveling amongst the different desert and water plains of existence, always harboring themselves near great bodies of water. And her voice changes. I was taken as a token by somebody that didn't deserve me. 
Your friends deserve you, Frigette. And you deserve each other. And then her form switches back to the gnome projection. And then you hear the clanking sounds of the automaton kind of begin to rise back up again. A very spindly hand and arm come out and awkwardly pat you on the head. It'll be fine. And she just wanders off towards another chore to do. Pulls out her notebook and just jots down all of the details that she could have taken from. That's fair. In team form. Eventually, Keen, Mare, and Abraxas come out from the below decks. You guys can see for Jet just finishes writing something in her notebook and tucks her journal back into the in many interior pockets of her vests and clothing that she wears. Man, I could have been a genie warlock instead of a. <laughs> right? Isn't that? Isn't she a genie? Like the like part of that family of thing? Wow. She's in a freight. But she kind of gave you a little hint when you initially met her. Yeah, well, you know, I know that she lived in a place of containment. I saw her in the Feywild when yeah. we in on the other timeline. I saw her in the Feywild. I, I, Correct. you know, I knew that, but uh, I gotta redo all my warlock shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're packed with her. Solid. Yeah, we're good. It's solid. Without her, you wouldn't be a Braxis. I find it interesting that she's in a freet consciousness trapped in a mechanical body of existence, and you're a dragonborn augmented with mechanicus existence, yeah. trapped in loops of time. It's still living though. Like I'm a live. Like it's living from the plane that I mean. It's a, it like begs the, it begs over the there. It's it's life yeah. over there. It is. Yeah. yeah. It begs the question: Is all it takes is consciousness? Or does it take anima? Does it take physicality? Mm -hmm. You know, it's always the great mystery of Menti. What is consciousness? Mm. Form over nature. <laughs> um, Mayra it's will gather up the ashes of Kiyothi, by the way. Um, okay. She will repurpose it, whether it's for soil or in an urn. It's fair. I believe when we started this attempt at Tree Stride, we had been mid-morning. Tree Stride took place about mid-afternoon. It's now late afternoon at this point. Eventually, Gork makes his way back to the ship. Yeah, the heads are fine. I made sure that they knew not to fuck with them. Right. Or specifically said that Abraxas would put foot to ass if they fucked <laughs> with them. And that seemed to be good enough. Oh, no, that lady from uh, the Subu Bo Bembley or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. She's kind of a bitch, you know? Yes. She just asked me some of the most complicated questions. The perfect person to be a spy because they have zero idea what is actually going on. Yeah, that's what I told her. I said, you know, look, lady, you're asking me shit that I not only don't know, but I plain don't give a fuck. If you point me towards something to kill... Glad to do it. And right now I'm pointing towards you. And then I laughed and I left. It was really, really, although two of our scribes didn't laugh. They 
anyways, it don't matter. They'll feel better in the morning. Oh, man, I'm did sure. you kill some scribes, Gork? Did you no, kill I just knocked them out. Oh, I said, no. oh, you want to see some of the stony heads? Here you go. And I tossed them over to them. <laughs> I was just playing catch. I can't help it. They can't catch with fuck. That's funny. Um, <laughs> oh, you did good, Gork. <laughs> we have them stored safely. The heads are yep. put away. The per- they're still guarding that room with the astral oh, my chamber. People are on it. Uh, yeah, my people are on it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how is every who's hurt? No, everyone's kind of rested up, right? But we still. Oh no! <laughs> no, no short rest. with big swaths of like linen, like dabbing oh. at her bruises and her cuts and her. <laughs> burn yeah, yeah, yeah. marks and her necrotic slashes on her body. Mm. Well, uh, if you think we should rest, maybe try again in the morning. Yeah, we can do I that. So. Yeah. I, I think that's the best choice because we also have travel time on the other side of the tree to do. Mm. So if we traveled now, it would oh, just right. be night. Mm. So. so we might as well rest somewhere. Well, I mean, if we want to get the fuck out of here, let's just travel, right? I mean, Mira. Oh, because we're going to end up at uh, an inn. Yes. One that was yeah, buried in an avalanche. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, the tree was buried in an avalanche. That's okay. Sure Is this? I right. mean, but Mira, you, you can't fuck it up twice, right? You could get it right a second time. <laughs> Don't take that right. as a challenge. Mm. Hey, oh, fool see? me once. <laughs> <laughs> so you could cast your old spell again, yeah? Uh, or do we have to wait? I think we have to wait, Gork. <laughs> no. I admire enthusiasm, though. Oh, wait, no, actually, I could do it one more time. So maybe well, we should just wait just because... Uh... And rest once we get there. Right? We can rest once we get there because, you know... But if anything happens, I... Tickety talk, tickety talk, and all that shit. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I just like, oh, but if something happens, oh, I won't be able to do as much this time. <laughs> you exactly. know, put a little, rub a little dirt in it. You guys are looking at a pretty much undamaged gork. I mean, yeah. he was either completely avoiding the confrontation and kind of manipulating things, protecting for Jet, trying to keep her away from, like, he was constantly, like, just moving around. Yeah. Is, he couldn't get in the melee with the creature because of the illusion magic. So I'm he's go- literally, for the most part, fine. Yeah, I'm going to actually um, cheat. And I'm going to use all of my short rest sorcery point, uh, short, short rest warlock spell slots, and just keep like che- like healing people <laughs> and oh. like kind of bring everybody back to the before we go. If we, if you know, I'm gonna span. I'm, what is it? I'm gonna uh, oh, uh, farm, go. farm cure wounds. Okay, let's go. Maybe we can find a frozen frost giant. Remember that thing was walking around Abraxas for yet. Remember that thing? That was mm-hmm. We're much, we're much better equipped to deal with something like that now. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, we never did figure out what that guy was up to. What was he I looking for? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's cool. Let's make it happen. Let's let's do the thing. Yeah, All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Menti, can you look after me kitty cat, please? Shogok, uh, that's that's fine. Um, since it doesn't eat metal, it should be fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we also need to make sure that Menti can meet us um, over at Red Pony Inn, correct? Yeah, she's got to fly and meet us there. Yeah, so... Well, if you guys are ready... Wait, no, she should meet us at the... Oh, right, because she's going to meet us there, and then we're going to fly to the monastery? Well, no, are we going by uh, land to the monastery? So she should. Yeah, she there. was supposed to meet you at the monastery. It's where yeah. she's supposed to meet. Yeah, because you're looking at a two day travel by foot from Rorkspire over and down uh, the mountainside into the valley that leads into where the True Seeker Monastery is located at, which is near the frozen plains near the Savalier Wood, and about maybe two days journey. Easterly of the monasteries for Jet's hometown, the the uh, rod, the rod that uh, or the staff that Kyoti was holding, uh, is it magical? Because I would be able to see it. Oh, it's very magical. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to use my mystic conflicts, which is the feat I took last level. Uh, I'm going to cast identify. Ooh. It is a. A staff of planar shift. Okay. Its specific purpose is to travel in between planes of existence. Requires attunement. Right. And it is sentient. Oh. The orb upon the staff contains a soul of some sort. Oh, goody. Oh, great. Can I... Is it... it, I don't know. is Is it a thing in... You need to be on. You want to send me the, the specifics of it. I'll send you the specifics okay. of it because it's homebrew. That's fine. I'll, uh, but I'm going to hold on to it in my fanny pack of holders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's longer than it is wide and it fits. You guys watch as it just slowly telescopes into the small bag of holding on its hip. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, nobody's going to talk to it. Uh, I, I don't want to carry it around with me until we get there, and then I'm going to pull it out. And Okay, cool, because I really want to talk to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're totally having a convo. I want to know how evil this thing is. How many saving yeah. throws do I have to take b- before it listens to me? <laughs> who, who does okay. number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That is 100% correct. Um, but, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. All right. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. We going? Well, second time's the charm. Let's go. Try not to fuck it up this time, Mira. Yeah, yeah. Project kicks him in the knee, the back of the knee. (laughs) You know, Project, I'd say that hurt, but I wasn't sure if that was you or some dog farted on me. (laughs) And he keeps walking down the gangway, just Uh, got his weapon in tow and just being gork. Mira will mold earth and uh, have a root kick up in front of him. So yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, be yes! careful, Gorg. Up at the end of the ramp. You're so oh. clumsy. No, I meant to do that. It's all good. <laughs> Looking around suspiciously at the ground. <laughs> Fucking groundhogs. <laughs> That's what it is. Groundhogs. <laughs> of course. As you guys walk over to the center of the village, things have cleared out. You know, people have gone on about their day. All the different encampments that have been built out across all the massive open spaces. More airships are beginning to arrive. Some are beginning to leave as commerce has come back to the citadel a bit. Um, no sign of Jazzarine. 
she dropped you off and left when she did. So mm-hmm. there was no need for her to linger or stay. Um, you guys are back at the Fate Tree. Hmm. All right. Mira will use her staff to open up the portal once more. I'm ready. I'm like locked and loaded, kind of like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what comes out this time. Calm but There's tense. no way Calm she's going to get this right. Cork <laughs> is just muttering to himself, and you can hear his metal gauntlets kind of playing around with his weapon, his hammer, like, kunk, 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 kunk. You guys watch as Mira puts her hands together, and she pulls at a root in her hands, and you watch as a six-foot-tall, two-foot-wide portal fractures open the white arcane light, and then you watch it go, yeah, and Gork goes running right through it. I look as and I, I look at Mira. I was like, "That's what's supposed to happen. We're good. We're this is all yes. is expected." Okay. Yes, yep. let's Just go. Dash right through. Yeah, go in before it closes. <laughs> as Mira's the last one to dash through, <laughs> you feel the gateway stitch behind you. All of you stand in light and shadow. The sound of millions of organic entities pulsing through your minds, and then a faint light begins to produce itself in front of you as all of you hurry through this vast void of magical nothingness and then all five of you come tumbling out the other gateway whoa what the fuck Mm. are we uh, is are we surrounded by snow you're surrounded by an entire village that has been excavated out of the snow. Great. And you notice scaffolding everywhere. Mm. There's just scaffolding everywhere. Over by where the Red Pony Inn is, which is just crumbled in detritus and debris. All the houses are collapsed. It's almost like this site's been completely unburied in a condition that it was in. Then over by one of the other far end houses that is partially collapsed is the skeletal remains of a frost giant. And it is completely lined with scaffolding of all sorts. There's machinery and buckets and picks and axes and shovels and tools hanging from chains. And all of a sudden, Dozens of dwarven voices can be heard yelling and shouting at each other. And one particular gruff-looking dwarf comes out from the shadows of some of the scaffolding. Well, what do we have fucking here? I thought that tree was dead. He walks literally right between the five of you, goes up to the tree. Well, I told you guys it was still alive, didn't I? <laughs> oh, well, who the fuck are you? What you doing here? I had to ask the same of you. Hi. Oh, hey. my name is Brimbleburr. Uh, Professor Brimbleburr. I was sent here by the Sky Elves to uh, dig this place up for some reason. <laughs> we actually have, we are the Grey Guardians. Hello, oh. I'm Praxis. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, right. that makes sense. We were the ones that uh, we kind of helped. <laughs> we kind of helped them move Kyothi earlier. They couldn't quite get it to work, but we got it to work. Yes. the uh, What an astute mind. 
to have come up with a solution like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Don't you forget it. Yes. I'm not stupid. So, uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Did somebody say yours? I mean, no, you said a stoop. Oh, um, <sighs> my dwarvish is rusty. I apologize. <laughs> um, dwarvish sucks. It kind of sounds like a leather handbag talking with a long tongue. Yeah, um, great, great, meta, like simile that was. The, <laughs> the idea of and now this you can hear place. hammers, yeah, clang, clang. and chains and buckets and the like. Your appearance stalled everybody to see what just happened, and now like the mechanical workings of a busy excavation site are right. back to normal. Well, not too long ago we were, and I point to Frigette and Gork. We were here when this uh, avalanche. It. Um, we were hey, where we were close. Look up there near the cliffside ledge, you can still see where her tower used to be. Yeah, the protrusion but, uh, of the rock, the fingerling of rock that came over. That's what we found there. I'm and gonna totally help them get her back to the citadel. Exactly, yeah. exactly. What happened to here? And I point to the frost giant Don't skeleton. Oh, uh, when we started digging, we found the foot first. Um, mm. It mm. seems to be clutching onto something in one of its hands. I can't get the daft thing open. We tried everything. Its fist is clutched around something. Can I look into it to see if it's magical? Um, I mean, you're kind of a ways away. Do you want to walk over to the form? and When we're done chatting with Brimblebur, for sure. Yeah, I mean, from where you're standing, Brimble's like, uh, uh, what do you think? It's the magic uh, we suspect it's magic. You kind of glance over in that direction, and there's a uh, almost like a divination school effect emanating from its hand. Mm. But its its skeletal hand is like closed around something large. Right, right. Uh, I guess I can. Do I? Have, yeah, I have it. Um, I'm just gonna message Gork and be like, "You're gonna get. You're gonna get to go open that." Uh, hand up real soon. Don't go yet. <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to go do something? Am no, don't, you're something? good. Oh, um, okay. But yeah. You know, they had good beer in that red pony. Remember that? <laughs> it's a good drink. You yeah, think it's still okay? I bet you there's a keg in there. Somewhere. Go check and see if there's a keg in there. Oh, see if you can find one. Puts his hammer across his shoulders and tromps off towards, rips the door off where it was carefully kind of preserved and one of the dwarves is like shaking his head and he goes inside. He'll be fine. He'll That's be our fine. guy. He's okay. And for my own edification, for Maver's memory, um, how long ago was she here at the Red Pony? Was it like shortly? Before? It was about a month before the others arrived. Okay. So you've known Keothi a little bit longer, but when she sent you to study the ruins of uh, Uralis, mm -hmm. um, you were one of the first ones to kind of like find her, have the conversation that she was looking for some specific books as artifacts to prove her um, to prove her theory on the calamity. She, right. you know, she's never really said much to any of you other than what she was looking for. Yeah, and this place was like a bustling town. Before the avalanche, correct? Or it was not a large bustling town, it was more of an outpost town. Okay. Maybe a couple dozen houses, the main red pony inn. It was like a crossroads town. 
it okay. led up and over the mountains to the other side um, and down into the different valleys that make up the boundaries of the um, of the floquet. Um, okay. so, so this is like the, the the bare beginnings of the floquet as it kind of meanders over and down into the Great Rhine Plains on the other side. So it certainly looks different from the last time she was here. Oh yeah, I mean it. Okay. I mean it looks like an avalanche took the town out. Is what it looks like. And then got dug back out. And then got dug back out. Is is like the scaffolding up and out? Can we see? We can see up the mountain. I'm assuming, but can we see out also, or is it like they're still digging? You're about eighty feet below. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's all frozen snow and frozen ice. And then you're down inside where they've just dug everything out. Looking up, you see the edges of all the frozen ice. It's just that the one area where the Red Pony Inn is, you can look beyond the destroyed inn and see the the huge finger of rock that kind of casts over and above um, where her tower used to be. Cool. Up at the a good two three thousand feet above you. Interesting. There's maybe about an hour or two of daylight still left. But you can see uh, like a series of scaffoldings that are built like stairs, like to, mm-hmm. to allow those that are excavating down here to come up and out of the main pit to whatever's up on the main surface. Mm-hmm. Oh, this place definitely looks different. <laughs> oh. I, I would imagine so. I think something like maybe a I don't know, maybe a thousand tons of rock and avalanche came screaming down that mountain, buried this place very deep. Yeah, it seems to have done a lot of damage. Although he's a mystery. Not sure why he came back. We're not even sure if he's from any of the clans or tribes of frost giants that live in this area. Most of what was on him was strange. Not recognizable by any of my kin. Hmm. He's been here before? I don't know, but the the clothing and things that he wears. I mean, we know a little bit about the Frost Giant clans that exist in some of these more secluded uh, mountaintops and valleys. This one, he's not from any of them. Doesn't bear their standard. Doesn't bear their marks like the others do. And she'll turn to the group. Have you guys been here? Have you met Kyothier? Yeah, we didn't. I met her. We met her here at, at a point towards the tower, but we 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 met her here, and then she asked us to come meet her in her tower. On our way up there, oh. a huge explosion happened, and an avalanche took the mountain. Oh. Do, do I, if I get anything wrong, it is Mike not remembering something that happened a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh man, exactly a year right. and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's wild. wild. Yeah. Um, do you think the giant had something to do with the explosion? The giant was looking for something here. The on, giant was. Yeah. On our way up to the tower, we saw the giant just walk out, reach down into the snow, and grab whatever it's holding. Um, it had really? grabbed something? Yeah, it reached into the snow 
grabbed it. And Gorg was like, ah, magic thing I want to go fetch. And then you and I are like, a uh, Kyothi in tower that just exploded. Right. And we decided to right, go right, with right. Um, Well, now we can actually go look and see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this... I'm sure Gorg can open the fist. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Brimbulber... Uh, Right, or you can just call me Brimble. Brimble, okay. uh, well, uh, the lady friends call me Broad. Broad, that's that's the comedy. I would like to, <laughs> I would like to, um, can we go check out the? It's like, well, we, while he's over there, let's uh take a look and see what we we'll see what we can figure out, yeah, and uh, and go look, uh at the hand to see if there's any uh, access to it. Or I, I can take you over there. Uh, we haven't really been working much on the skeleton since then. Um, you're welcome to it. Because um, yeah, frost giants tend to do okay in the cold. I wonder what took this guy out. Yeah. The avalanche. I mean, or, he's a, no, fr- he was he's walking a frost after the avalanche. He's walking he, after oh, right. It. Yeah. He was walking after it. Oh, that's interesting. Then. So what's he doing down here? Mm. Yeah, it's a great, great question. Um, okay. Well, let's look at this fist, and I'll see if I can maybe see if there's any hints of his purpose. There's divination, you said, coming out of his hand. The school of magic that was emanating from whatever it's holding on to is divination magic. Right. Yeah, I want to take a closer look at him. I want to see like what caused his death. Um, so if you're interested in the hand, give me investigation. If you're interested in the full form of the physicality of this giant and try to figure out what happened, mm-hmm. uh, give me either nature or medicine check. Key of key. I guess I'll look at the hand then. Yeah. Okay. That's all the same for me anyway. Please roll a 20. <laughs> I rolled an 18 investigation. I got a dirty 20 investigation. Okay. I got a 12. That's okay. not a 20. <laughs> it's in nature. Down, it's a 21 in reverse. <laughs> there you, know, you go. I, someone got a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, you said nature or medicine for the full. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I did medicine, natural 20 for 23. Okay. Whoa. So yeah. So you come over and the dwarf kind of just takes his leave and the busy sounds all mm-hmm. around you of, you know, the, <laughs> the, uh, the excavation time. site. Every now and then a dwarf cusses and, you know, bucket of, like, bolts falls to the ground, clatters. She's that normal sign of sound of busyness. Um, Mira and Frigette, as you examine the physical form, Frigette, as you approach the skull, the massive skull of the frost giant, you can see what looks to be a head trauma. Something very large struck this thing in the head and cracked its skull and its skull was slightly caved in near where the like where the ocular is and where the big protruding kind of like bone of the forehead is and it's all cracked and pushed in. You get the feeling that this thing probably died from some kind of head trauma from something. Hmm. Um <clears throat> Not sure what would have caused it, but it's definitely strange. For Keen and Abraxas, as you study what might be in its hand, it seems to be holding 
for what you could tell, a very large, very extremely large rock. But the outs, but like the surface of the rock looks strange. Doesn't look like it's from around here. Is it a five-pointed rock? Hmm. No, it's no, not pointed. No, no elemental. All right. <laughs> what do you All mean right, it's not a like pointy that. rock? All right. <laughs> it actually looks a bit like slag, like what you would oh, get after right. melting down iron or something. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Give it a pry, Gorg. With the uh, 12 that I rolled, can I discern like at least like the tribal markings, like from which tribe it may have came from it actually bears no markings and from your understanding of the way clans work either this individual was ostracized and cast out and banished or didn't affiliate with a local clan or a local tribe that's really odd Hmm. is there any like leftover remnants in the wound of what hit him with that roll, you kind of, I mean, you could climb up onto his skull and check a little bit, you know, more clearly. <laughs> Actually, you can walk right through his jaw bones and like go into the interior of his skull. What? Oh, He's that absolutely. big? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he's he's huge. Like, I'm yeah. also tiny. Two things can be true. Project's like easy. She just easy peasy walks into the eye socket. And over the upper mandible and like into the interior of the skull, um, there is a strange coagulated green substance that is stuck to the interior of its skull. And there is a strange barb like protrusion inside the skull as well. Um, you would actually be familiar with this, Frigette. This thing died from a giant purple worm puncturing its skull <gasps> with its tail barb. That's right. And part of that barb was left behind in its skull. Oh, mm. poor guy. What a way to go. And then you think that it might have tumbled down the remnants of the avalanche mm. and just settled under the surface and that possibly this purple worm might have caused it to settle further down as it just gradually feasted upon its body the you would know that the poison is very acidic mm-hmm. and it gradually just caused its all of its like meat and tendons and skin and anything that's not bone to eventually just turn into a liquefaction of its protein like matter for the purple worm to just over time just slurp on up Mm, nice. Gross, gross, super gross. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, for just sets up shop, she gives a major lecture on purple worms and how to die by them. <laughs> she doesn't like. Uh, she doesn't like Charlie's eyes. Eye. Yeah. Charlie's Angels style. Where she's got the easel out. You know, she's like she's got the long, loud, like you know, prod. <laughs> See that? <laughs> that. It's the poisonous Bob. It will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) All the dwarves jump at once and turn towards her. (laughs) It'll kill you. It'll kill you. (laughs) So sign of the worm. 
Rimbold didn't mention anything about a worm, so they probably don't know what killed this thing. And currently clutched in its hand is a big chunk of iron slag. And the skull-like fingers are huge. Gork is now shifted over there, and he's like, he's managed to get one of the finger bones peeled away. Well, I don't really... Wow, that's really strange. Huh. What is it? You guys want to come look at this? Yeah, you guys all kind of yeah. clamor over to where yeah. the hand is, where he's peeled one of the bones back. And piece of slag of like rock and metal and there's writing on it what kind of writing it's in common oh oh well that's really interesting okay it say? What's it say? i mean you guys all kind of peer down and stare at it and it says something about <laughs> if you found this by now don't go up to the cliff stay down here Go over tomorrow. Signed for Jet. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up for Jet. What? Recursion. When did she write that? <laughs> did I write that? I don't remember writing that. I mean, you look at it, it sure looks like you're writing, but you got no memory of writing that. That's for sure. My handwriting. Yeah, you see, I do my curly J's like that. Um... I don't, there wasn't a J in what you said, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Adaptation. <laughs> Adaptation. <laughs> that's awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a random J for no reason. <laughs> you just like the letter. This, th- this is how you know it's you that wrote this and then you write a J. Any, any J's. <laughs> <laughs> the quick brown fox jumped over there. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's for all you oh, teachers out there. This is super specific to uh, uh, Latino culture. Um, ha 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 is spelled J A J A J A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ha ha ha. In Germany, yeah. No, 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 That's probably yeah, yeah. In but Germany, G- it's J J A J A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the the J, like the ja 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 ja, is always like something that. that is a dead giveaway for something. So for me, I'm just writing that you wrote ja 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 at the bottom. Like, ha, ha, ha. if you see this, isn't it funny? Uh, for ja 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 ja. ja. Um. Which is strange because your your memory of this beastie walking into the avalanche covered crossroads town that was completely buried plunging its arm deep into the snow grabbing onto something realizing it had something and then began to walk away into the blizzard that's your last memory of a giant doing something could this be one of the things that other Frigget left for me because I'm this Frigget this might be a recursion you but not you you, me, but not me. Oh, Braxis doesn't know what he's talking about. Never mind. Uh, Mike knows what it, <laughs> We got time loops happening, baby. We got time loops. You did this for... Uh, uh, this is the Bill and Ted's-ing of the situation where you said, after yeah. we succeeded, 
Mm-hmm. You left this as a marker. Yeah, but I would say the way it's been written and like finally work finishes peeling all the fingers. I'm just fucking with been, it. Not, no, I don't I mean, believe it's, that. Yeah, Pretty but it's been is. written very universally. Like, yeah. it's not really addressed to anyone. It's like whoever finds this, it's just they would read in simple mm. common. You know, if you find this, don't go over now. Go over tomorrow. Signed for Jet. I kind of want to go now. Is that whoa? We need to rest. I know. Yeah. Was what, okay. Would this have been written for the frigette of when we met Kyothi that night, or is it written for this night? That was what I was going to ask. That's the beauty of when, hmm. like, like there's people who prank the subway or like public spaces all the time here in New York, where they're like, uh, "It's like if found, please, you know, like it's like a missing cat or whatever. If found, <laughs> please be here tomorrow at noon." Really? There's no date or anything like that. So there's just like a right, bunch of people right. to be there like whenever tomorrow is and meet here tomorrow noon. And then you like, like, cause it's just like this in perpetuity situation. So you're saying it's like a already timey wimey wibbly wobbly. Yeah. It's like, don't go today, go tomorrow. This is clearly for us <laughs> because already. who else would be going up there? Yep. Weird. So were we even planning to go up there? I don't think I we don't, were planning didn't to think go. Think so. There. We checked out up there, and then these guys were up there to pick up Kyothi from the orb. The avalanche I mean, happened after the explosion. Same, you're not even certain this is the same giant. Oh, true, true. True. Could be hmm. a different giant. Also, what we remember was from a different timeline, so maybe there may be small changes or something. Yeah, yeah, this giant doesn't belong to any tribe, which is highly unusual. What was its clothing? Did we see it? It would have liquefied with all the other acidity of the poison. Mm. Is the problem? Yeah, yeah. So he's, but there's, but there's no like, m- like metal would have remained. And typically, tribal giants will carry vestiges of, like. Uh, metal armor and like metal plating of some sort that would tell their story mm. of the lineage of where they come from. They kind of wear their story, not quite in their skin like orcs do, but on their personal possessions and the way they, the fact that there's no possessions linked to this skeleton is definitely unusual. Yeah. And no, the only thing sticking around is this rock. Slab. Well, I guess we have to wait until tomorrow. Maybe. This for Would it be funny not. if you tried to send this message back to yourself and ended up blowing up the tower? <laughs> you know, uh, she's clearly not on her A game, okay? Because she didn't yeah. even cite who she was talking to. So <laughs> she didn't date it. She didn't. King, you would. You would pick up on this because of the nature of what you are. So it does strike you as curious. The skeletal form of this creature is too perfect. It's almost as if you have the idea in your mind of what a perfect frost giant would look like. This is what it would look like. Hmm. Give me an arcana check. Hey. Which I don't have. Oh, dirty 20. Hey. The DC was a 20. 
Ooh. Oh. Um, this is a polymorphed form. <gasps> this form was truly polymorph, like true polymorph into a frost Ooh. giant. It's too perfect. Whoa. It's too symmetrical. It's too... Somebody used true polymorph on something or someone and made a frost giant. Wow. Wow. So I'll tell them, yeah, I'll tell them. It's like, yeah, the skeleton is too perfect. It's, it's. Ambraxis, give me an arcana check. Doesn't show any that signs of growing up or age. It's just. If you, if you were not a changeling king, I wouldn't have given you that role. I don't, because I, you're a changeling, you look for those strange imperfections. And I gave your passive opportunity for it. Yeah. Um, from your perspective, Abraxas is not a difficult read. I mean, there's one way to undo a polymorph form. Undo it, undo it, undo yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I will dispel the polymorph on it. Um, what, what level? God, I mean, polymorph morph is fourth level, but. I, well, I only have fourth level. We didn't rest, so I, right. I'll do it at fourth level. There's a flash of spell and light. You watch as the polymorph form begins to shrink and revert and shrink and revert and shrink and revert. Terrified. Until you see a small halfling skeleton lying on the yeah. ground. Uh. Yo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Does that? Is that it I, female? I think I think I'm gonna like quickly because you've just been oh, you know rooting around in your own head. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not convinced. We have to check it. Is it? Get the rock to the side, wiping her feet on a rock. <laughs> okay, it could be any. It could be any. It could be any uh, happily. Yeah, like the shape of the pelvis. <laughs> Give me a like, like, give me a medicine check again. To see if yeah, you yeah. can discern. Give me a reason. You were looking out your own not. eyeball. <laughs> well, uh, nine. Can I do maybe like an investigation check on like the teeth to see if it matches like Frigette's teeth? Dental. Uh, you oh, give wow, me a general medicine check. Uh, do you have like medicine. one gold tooth? Do you have any broken <laughs> have bones in your past? I've absolutely. Yeah. In my bones in the past. Yeah. 13. 15? 13. Or 13? Well, DC was a 12. I mean, it's definitely a female halfling. Oh boy. But as you're examining it, Keen, you can't help but notice that the like the, the, the finger bones and the foot bones all have stress fractures. From striking. This was someone who. Oh. Was also, a monk. the whole time Frigette's had grills monk. this whole time. <laughs> the whole time. No. Flame of flame style. Yeah, and like yeah. stitched in arcane like yeah. magic into the grill. The top it says ja 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 ja. The top teeth say fuck, and then on the bottom it says gork. <laughs> it's her. It's her. It's her. No doubt. <laughs> Not her grill. Not her grill. But Keen, without saying anything, you internalize this and you're like, oh, fuck, this might be for Jet. Yeah, Somebody yeah, truly yeah. polymorph for Jet. And that's when you begin to wonder if anyone has that spell cap capability. But 
you, you find yourself absent-mindedly twisting your copper ring. That's a high-level spell, true polymorph. So I, I rolled mm-hmm. a twenty-two. I think uh, Sharon saw that. I rolled a twenty-two on Arcana or my spell casting. Yeah. To to to, to dispel it. So yeah, DC was uh, staying honest DC because was whatever that's yeah. yeah yeah. DC was a nineteen. The ninth level spell. Yeah yeah. It's a big. That's a that's a big boy spell. Um, and I'm just gonna kind of like I'm just gonna kind of like stand in front of Frigette. I just kind of kneel in front of between the body and her, and just be like, hey. That's mm-hmm. not you. You're you're still you. But you're right me. here. But right she's here. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh, but she you're, is me. Hey, I've died a bunch. <laughs> I've seen it. It happens. We're dealing with stuff that our brains are not equipped to deal with in the default setting. We gotta. It's hard. <laughs> Control <laughs> delete. Yeah. yeah. You, you, we we <laughs> we're so not operating. We need to figure that out. But hey, you're Why? here. You're here with me. Five things you can see. How? Four things you can hear. How much? Things. How many? <laughs> yeah. You okay? Yeah. Can, sure. I just want to like. We're we're dealing with stuff that's that's th- this is weird, right? We saw Kiyothi, and unfortunately, she had to go in the way that she did. And, and that, examining that was a weird the situation path. for Jet's skeletal frame, the position she's in. She's in front of one of the few intact dwellings here. But if in her true polymorph state, she did die from a purple worm killing her. She was either in the process of coming back to this place Mm. and leaving the message or something brought her back here for some reason. And her form is collapsed in front of one of the few surviving structures of the excavation site. Hey, I got you. All right. We're a team. You're here. You're still here. I'm here, but I'm also there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That no, 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 no. That's a different, it's, it's an that's, alternate. A, that's a different iteration. You're still you. Trust me. This is, it's, it's going to hurt to process. What you need to understand is that every, you're still here and you're still now. Okay, this was from another here and now. So just keep that in mind. This is going to be a Suddenly test Gork for picks up the skull. Oh, I like books. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Hey, let's go to the house, folks. Hey, let's go to the house. I polymorph Gork into a frog or something. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I don't do that. I'm like, hey, what's in this house? And then we go, ch- I like, Gesture for Jet to look into. Oh, the... I'm just kidding for Jet. Don't yeah. don't be mad. You know I don't. Mirror will smack Gork on the <laughs> arm. Oh, <laughs> just, you know that's wrong, Gork. Your, your hand really hurts right now because <laughs> <laughs> all of his armor's like bolted onto his body. Yeah. Like, I also mm. have frost giant strength armor, so I mean, you know, <laughs> that's <bad. laughs> yeah. Ow, flying across the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another avalanche. Like, like Hulk and Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah. do we, are we going into house? We're then? going in the house. Why is the rock well magical, though? If it's just a rock that says stuff. It might be ma- it might be made of something magical. Oh, and you it's just probably described into it. It's already fully out in the open now since since the form is just a uh, very large piece of metal slag with the warning written into it. There's fissures and cracks to it. 
Um, it feels like it's like Gork's like, oh, it's just fucking heavy, this thing. And he like picks it up and his biceps are just ripping as he picks it up and that's it's heavy. I don't know what this is, but this ain't rock. Hmm. hmm. Is um hey, all that means is that we we've been we've all have to think one dimension higher. He's like, fuck you. I'm yeah, not. don't worry. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> I get it. He's I like, I'm it. just a I'm just supposed to be helping Alora. Yeah. And this is what I'm seeing is a dead different for no. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I signed up for. <laughs> this was she's hard. Like, she's was- literally at the point now where she really thinks there's Probably another keen wandering around here somewhere. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing. into a little bit of paranoia. Well, actually, I was going to say it's like I will definitely be using passive perception. Yeah, to like, keep track of people around us. To see uh, yeah, my my passive perception is twenty two, so I'm just aware. Oh my god. Um, what I need to what I, hey everybody, we're 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 this is we're coming we're coming to the end game now. This is. This is possible. We all need to steal our minds here. This is this is fortify your minds against. Oh, the fortify your own fucking mind! And like Abraxas gets shoved by Gork, he goes up to the door and he goes, "Real charming, yeah. Gork." Yeah. Oh, fuck, um, this door is heavy. And then he, when he fails he like, his wisdom saves for dominate <laughs> or whatever happens to his brain, and the door like, don't worry. You hear like this scraping metal on rock as he pushes the door open and he looks and he backs up. Yeah. Uh um Yeah. Uh uh. Are he we turns, in the building? Puts Let's his go. head down. <laughs> Let's go. Walking I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you guys um, we're in the hey, building. Stop. Right. Let me let me just go sneak a peek. No, 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 this I'm just group effort. Go. Well, before any of that happens, uh, before I get into like the doorway of that uh, area, um, Mira wants to mold earth around the the body and have oh. it like sink down eight feet, <laughs> and then she'll cover it with the soil that's around her <laughs> and place some seeds on top, <laughs> and then she'll walk into the. So as the four of you get to the partially open door, you could see the very damaged and frozen rotted remains of an orc with very heavy obsidian armor attached to its form. Mm-hmm. I really don't push like the door open. Mm-hmm. The light cascades in. You can now see that the interior of this place has been upheaved from inside like a, like a, a mound of dirt and rock had been pushed up like something came out from underneath the ground. And off to your left, you could see a bifurcated skeleton where the upper half is missing, but you recognize as one arm is clutching onto a familiar looking fractured staff. that looks a lot like Mira's staff thrown up against the back wall of the interior with a partial barb sticking out of her form is the remnants of some roguish looking individual female, possibly, 
but the head and upper kind of like sternum has been like caved in, so it's hard to tell. But on one of the frozen bony fingers is a fractured and cracked uh, copper ring on one of the fingers. The most telling sign is the completely rotted corpse of a dragonborn with only like rusted metal bits left behind as you recognize the form that was once Abraxas. What does this mean? Wait, uh, I'm I'm going to do a thing. So as soon as if everybody goes in to and sees themselves, I'm going to cast a spell called Scatter. Okay, and this is a sixth level spell, which is a big deal. The air quivers around five creatures of your choice. You can that you can see within range. An unwilling creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw to resist the spell. You teleport each affected target to an unoccupied space that you can see within 120 feet of you on the ground or floor. So I'm literally, as if you guys charge in and are, are overwhelmed with the image, I'm going to cast scatter. I'm just going to have everybody be right back outside. I'm like, hey. I'm sorry. Before that happens, I don't want if anyone chooses to resist, if you choose to resist the effect, like you can feel Abraxas invoking some kind of magical effect, mm-hmm. you can. It's DC 18. Yeah, 18, 18 or higher wisdom uh, save. Wisdom? Oh, man. Okay. I know Mira can make it. For Jake, <gasps> could probably make it. Natural 20. Gork Oof. never came <laughs> in. Gork, Gork, never decided, Gork saw himself as soon as he looked in the door. And just yeah. turned and went and back yeah, yeah. to the to the, the demolished remains of the red pony. So no, so everybody saves. Okay, yeah. I got a fifteen. Oh, Mira doesn't. If at so a Mayor certain point, just, yeah, forgot. And I'm for like, Jet oh, and Dean are left babe. inside. I will look at Abraxas. Not without my consent. For Jet, just, she <laughs> doesn't you turn. Do that? Braxis is already gone. It's, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm outside the door, but I'm oh, assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard I heard you say it, and I'm like, "You're right, you're right, you're right." I'm sorry. I'm just trying to protect. I've seen this. I've seen this a lot, and I was just trying to protect you from it. But you're right. I'm sorry. Suddenly, Braxis, you're just flooded with memories of a variety, like hundreds of times of failure. Yeah. All the different time streams, all the different attempts. Probably the most brutal of them is when they try to take on uh, the god form in the Grumash cavern, the, the fire warrens. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a tough one um, to definitely have to live through. This one you've never seen before. This one is new to you as well. But you, you do have memories of other failures, other points when timelines have collapsed and become new tethers of of time and new tethers of strings that were finalized and then becoming something else. So, I mean, I've been around death, right? That was my business. So, but you're uh, staring at you. Yeah. Right. And you're already absentmindedly playing with that copper ring around your finger. <clears throat> Where did Mira go? Uh, I, you know what, if I would have felt a bunch, I, I would have felt you resisting, 
And I, I, I probably would have canceled the spell. I don't know if I would have. Yeah, you could have your spell slot keen. back. I'm okay with that. I would say I mean, you should begin to. I would actually say you should begin to invoke it. A little bit of your subconscious kicked in. No, no, no. Like, I'm not going to take that away. Doing Keen, exactly what, Keen I'm doing exactly me. what people, you know, I tell people not to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, no, I, but I'm not going to tell you. I, I, I did it. I burned it. Okay. That's fair. I appreciate that. I didn't, I, I, you know. I but I would have I would have been, like, defeated in that moment. Like, fuck. Okay. Uh, I am going to investigate my corpse. I'm going to I'm going to a true sight the room. And so can you give me investigations you examine yourself, your skeletal self. Braxis give me investigation with advantage as you true sight the area of the room. Marin for Jet, anything you two want to do while this is going on? I want to go to my corpse and have a look at the staff. Okay, give me investigation as you examine mm. the staff that's fractured and on the ground. For Poorly, you did. Poorly. I, yeah, I want to see if there's any belongings that are left. Give me investigation as you start to wander around the interior of this abode that is showing great deals of signs of damage and destruction and yeah. the remains of a group of people that didn't quite make it. I got a 17. <clears throat> what I'm okay. looking for is stretch, stress fractures on either the crystal that's up top of the staff and uh, the crystals at the bottom. This there. staff bears no resemblance to the staff that you currently have. Oh, okay. This good. is a different staff. <clears throat> Interesting. Keen, what'd you get? I got an 18. Uh, and one of the things that I want to find out, if I can, is if they came to our timeline or we went to their timeline, I guess. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's really fucking good. <gasps> uh, who's in the I... wrong place? Yeah. yeah. How would I describe that for you based on what you see? I mean, you could say no. <laughs> yeah, you say no. <laughs> it might be really hard. Well, you get the feeling. Oh, the, no, this is good. That's the right fucking question to ask. So as you examine your form, the remains of your form, and you lift up the hand and you look at the copper ring on its finger, the ring's power was exercised. That's why the ring was in a destroyed state. At some point, you cast a wish. Mm. I mean, at least that's what you think this form did. Yeah. Otherwise, that ring would be magical. Oh. It would be fine. It's not too uncommon for a very, very powerful spell that gets a one-time expansion off of something could destroy what it was ever being harbored within. Yeah. And you get that feeling that that ring is in such a raggedy state that it was used. Okay. But Mira's staff was, is different. Mm -hmm. I would say, Abraxas, the one thing you notice uniquely different about your form that you can see as you're kind of just looking about 
This one is absent the wings. Hmm. Hmm. Forget what'd you get for your investigation? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. You move aside some clutter of debris and rocks, and you find the remains of a dwarven skeleton <gasps> and a helmet. Can a helmet? A familiar, rusted, frozen helmet. Oh no! I'd pick up the helmet, hold okay. it. It's warm. Oh, is this? Would you mind cleaning me off, please? I can't see much. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. You're alive. Holy but, shit. Oh, my gosh. You're watching this for just like rapidly cleaning this thing off. All of you heard like a muffled voice mm -hmm. that sounded like it sounded familiar to, to some of you, slightly familiar to King, because she was around when the she went one way and. Uh, what was his character's Kaladin. name again? Kaladin. Uh, Kaladin. I keep wanting to say Kaladin. is the helmet, yeah. 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 And as you clean up the helmet for Jet, mm -hmm. oh, well, that's better. I, hmm. oh my. Well, this is impossible. All of you should be, I don't know her. And it, it like begins to slowly reform into like a small metal kind of like creature, like a hmm. small metal um, like almost like a pixie of sorts or like a brownie um, just to give it some uh, like form and animus so it can point and gesture and I don't know who you are well yeah I do know who you are because you were with us but you're dead you're definitely dead unfortunately um, um, Kaladin turned you for Jet in well, no how are you alive what uh, what? I, uh, I'm a different one. What do you mean? It, it, um, uh, I think like, uh, the metal figure kind of sits down, and I'm really confused. Yeah, <laughs> That's, uh, understatement. We're um, from either you're from a different time or we are, but it seems like we found you. Doesn't make any sense. How could time be this strange? I don't know. It took me a while to figure it out, too. Time I'm sure weird. all will be explained in soon. Or not. Hey, <laughs> things that you just have to live with. Well, uh -huh. <laughs> well, when the purple worm attacked us, um. I remember Mira had cast a spell on Fajet. I remember Abraxas taking on the purple worm directly. He rushed up from underneath the house when we were looking for something. I don't know. Kaladin said it was very important that we find it. I don't really remember what it was. He described it as like a chunk. He, he described it as a chunk of meteorite, I believe. It's out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, is it? Well, yeah, yeah. then I remember Keen saying something and touching her finger and then darkness. I don't remember anything after that. 
saying something? Do you know what she Yeah, I, I, I think she said, I want to remember. Mm-hmm. And then she clutched her copper ring, and then it was a cascade of arcane energy, and then nothing. Cold, darkness, dampness. I heard noises at some point. I have no sense of time or how long I've been buried underneath here. But... Where were you when you were fighting this worm? Well, we started outside. We had run inside here for cover. Um, the... Oh, yes, Gork. Um, he tried so hard. Um, he was the first to fall. The creature was quite large. We fought inside this place for a while, for a while. Um, it was such a blur. A lot of emotion. Hmm. It's hard watching your friends die. Yep. Been together for so long. We've been together for almost three years. Wow. These are older. Sorry sorry for your loss, buddy. I don't know if I've lost anything, have I? You're here. Well We're not we're not this we're not the same. We're different. We don't we didn't have all of those years with you. We've only been together what less than a year, I think. I mean for Keen, less even less time than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for the yeah for the months. time dilation of the Gray Valley, you know it's been a solid year for the others for sure. Um. Okay. <sighs> so we're ourselves right because Mara doesn't have a ninth level true polymorph at this point. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not I mean, we also haven't been. You hear a very large dwarf from outside. Oh, what the? Where did the skeleton go? And why has it been replaced by a wee child skeleton? What the fuck is going on? I buried it. <laughs> you just thank it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like an imprint left from where it like sunk in and buried. There's no more flash giant skeleton. It's just a little child's like angel snowbird, you know, like oh, kind of, oh, no. like what is the Bloody skeleton go. What is this? What is fucking going on? Weird shit. We're processing. And then you hear him go, Oh, this is, this can't be. And you hear him lugging something heavy as he, you hear a thunk, like a loud dropping of, like maybe he picked up the rock and then dropped it. What? The meteorite rock thing? Yeah. You left it outside. It's still yeah. on fire. Gork struggled to pick it up. Yeah. Door's so crazy. Yeah, strong. Door. Strong, strong man. Okay. Uh, do you know what oh, happened? So, who asked them to excavate this place? We didn't ask that question. Oh. Oh, the Sky Elves? The sky oh, elves. the Sky Elves. Okay. Well, he said he was working with the Sky Elves. Yeah. Oh. Who asked? 
Well, I guess he's outside, right? So I have to yeah, like, poke yeah, my head out. Talk to him outside if you want to. Ask Brimblebur, like who asks, who requested this? The door's this? now open as Keen goes out and he's staring down at the large rock and he's kind of like, I know what this is. This is a piece of media. And he sees you and he goes, oh, sorry. Eh? What was your question there? Who asked you to excavate this town? Oh, well, Laura did, of course. Did she say what you were looking for? She said to look for something that was a bit of the past and maybe a possible future. Oh, boy. Found it. I think you were meant to find us. Hmm. There's a flash of blue-white light out in front of the hovel in the building. And the astral projection of Alora is standing there. <laughs> see Kima standing alongside of her. And you see a very elderly, red-headed, very elderly red-headed wizard standing alongside Kima, petting an orange cat. And that's where we're going to finish today. Mm. We'll be back in two weeks, folks. As the time dilation has seriously collapsed in on itself. <laughs> That's wild. I was wondering when you guys would ever, I was like, oh my God, why did I roll a natural 20 on the arc? And then yeah. it was like, uh, it might work. And yeah, yeah, you guys are super close to another milestone too. Ooh, yeah. Super Ooh. close to another milestone. Oh, For it's sure. too bad Saint Gorg wasn't here. Yeah. I know, I know. The Thanks reason I keep coming s- out, everybody, oh. we are taking next week off. We are right. going to enjoy family and turkey. And for those that enjoy sports ball, if that's your thing, enjoy your sports ball. But mm-hmm. you know what? Thanks all for coming out. We really appreciate it. We will be back in two weeks after the holidays as we continue with the Grey Guardians and deeper and deeper into their past their future their alternate it's past, the same alternate thing future. time is a flat circle <laughs> 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 be sure to skip as we say set your scales back 15 pounds <laughs> <laughs>